you are listening to the Chomp Cast, the official podcast of Sword Chomp. And remember, you can always go to swordchomp.com, where you can access the many places our podcast is available for download. But if you're listening to the show right now, that means you found us. So welcome to the madness that is the Chompcast. You can also find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash swordchomp. If you'd like to support us, look for our VIP tier. Talk more about that later. But um, the show this week is tighter and more compact than usual, and it comes preloaded with the very best of what makes the Chompcast great. So lock in because we are set for one classic podcast. That's right. We break down the news of the PlayStation Classic announcement as the topic of the show, and uh, you tell us your deal breakers. That's right. Um, The games you need to see on the PlayStation Classic or else Sony can kiss your hard-earned money. Goodbye. Um, So that's help with the at Swordchomp Instagram community. That's going to be a fun discussion. Um, We will tell you the 20 must-have games for the PS Classic as sort of like a tribunal of sorts. We did that once for fun with the uh, Nintendo 64, ironically. Um, so this is going to be—it's going to be a lot of fun. We're gonna—we're gonna go at it. Um, we have fun poll topics to run down. It's fall, which means Tomb Raider is in the air. <sighs> Breathe that Laura Croft in, my friends. That's that what that smell cre- is? It smells like <laughs> mud. Yeah, that's her fragrance, mud. Mm-hmm. Um, the, t- <laughs> the fragrance of the Tomb Raider. Um, two polls this week were Tomb Raider related. As we ask our listeners about classic Tomb Raider music and whether or not Shadow of the Tomb Raider has sort of been lost in the shadow of Spider-Man, as well as some early thoughts on the game itself from yours truly and the crew, uh, the Sword Chomp Instagram that I mentioned earlier, uh, fights over the best Spider-Man film with shocking results, and uh, we'll probably have some final thoughts on Spider-Man to round out the show as well, because everyone's still talking about that, and a lot of people are still playing it. So, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be fucking awesome. You don't want to miss this show. Um, I was going to say, you don't want to go anywhere uh, because, you know, that's how good this podcast is, but you can just take it with you. That's a great thing about podcasts. They're portable, so. <laughs> kind of defeats the purpose. Um, but, man, let's get to some intros. Our Japanese correspondent this week is gone, Shay Layton. You know, he's at Tokyo Game Show. Um, so, God's peace, Shay. So, we're going to have some news. But, but first up, the maestro is joining us again, Rich Meister from Hello. Destructoid. Hello, hello. You're, you're like a you're like a virus. We can't get rid of you. I know. You keep you think I'm gone, and then boom. But uh, you know, I was I was here for the N64 show, uh, so I, I had to be here for this one. It's true. Mm-hmm. I thought of you when I saw this news, and Shay was gone. I was like, Rich is probably just popping off um, to to talk about some uh, PS Classic news. You so. know it. You know it. You know, Rich, you're my second favorite virus behind uh, Herpes Simplex. So, oh really? That's yeah. I'm a fan of chlamydia. It's <laughs> that's it's, it's it's you know it's a tight category. Put that but, on my tombstone. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of great tombstone phrases around here. Things that we get are said on the show that become tombstones. Um, and there's no no better way to honor you. But yeah, we're glad you're here, Rich. Of course, from Destructoid.com, like I mentioned, and uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. You get to fight it out. You get to take Shay's place and fight with us about what should be on the PS Classic. So. I'm excited to do that. I'm going to have to pick some esoteric RBGs because I feel like it's what Shay would want. <laughs> God, Shay would be sitting here fighting for... God, what is that fucking game that you said was cancer, Josh? Um, oh. Saga Frontier. Saga Frontier? Yeah, Saga was that Frontier, the one you kept? Uh, yeah, that's I Shay's. I think that... Yeah. 
Spoiler nope. alert, uh, Sweet Coden 1 and 2 are my hill to die on. Okay, mm. alright. Um, well, we only have swords mm. to die on here. It's the Sword Chomp podcast, Rich. Of course, we don't of course. die on hills. That makes sense. I'm sorry I was off-brand. It's okay. It's alright. If you want to be on the Hill Chomp podcast, then that's okay. But this is the Sword Chomp podcast. That actually failed. They had me on once and people just stopped <laughs> listening. Mm. Hill Chomping? That sounds kind of dirty, too. Yeah. Um, it sounds like a like euphemism, doesn't it? One good <laughs> single in the 90s. Hill chomp, oh yeah. It, yeah, tub thumping, that's what it yeah, was. That's, right? Yeah, that's always a chomp wumba reference. Yeah, yeah. Chomp wumba. Oh, I got so many ideas curling around in my head now. Bad ideas. Um <laughs> anyways, thanks for being here, Rich. Um up next, of course, uh from Texas, the one and only the Filipino Johnny Depp. Um and you know what? I don't want the ladies to worry because it might be forty five percent smaller. Um, but you're same getting, you're still getting that same fishy package that you know and love. Anthony Fisher's here. How you doing, Fish? Hey, forty five percent is better than nothing. That's what I say. <laughs> that's that's true. That's what that's I always true. tell the ladies. Huh? <laughs> but what if you have nothing and then you subtract it by forty five percent? How does that work? Oh, I'd be uh, I'd be in the ladies' club then. I think. Oh, uh, that's true. Oh, sure. oh, okay, okay. I believe it's a cl- clerk's two quote. Uh, the closest thing to a big clit is a small dick. Hey, hey, you know what? Huh. I, I had a very beautiful woman tell me that once, and she was like, you know, guys are always self-conscious about their dick, and she was talking about how she was bisexual, and she dated this beautiful woman. She said, look, I dated a beautiful woman for God knows how long, and she didn't even have a penis, so get over it. And I'm like, you know what? That's really inspirational. That's fair. That's yeah. true. Those are words to live by. Yeah. Yeah, fish, hang on to those words. Yeah. Um, you know what, fish? No, I'm not. No, let's not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, jo- every time Josh says no, that really means yes. Um, but yeah, Fish, we're, we're glad. How are you doing this week? Good. That good? Wow, Fish bringing his A game right yeah. off the bat here. Couldn't be I happier. He uh, <laughs> there he is. He's no, back. He moved. He moved. He moved just a little bit. He just wants to make Josh's hell for editing. That's what he wants to say. Mm. <laughs> Fish! Good. What's wrong? I'm doing good. Did you misplace a nipple? <laughs> All right. Well, um, how about this? We'll just uh, we'll give Fish a chance to recuperate himself. Josh, I'm going to introduce you next, okay? Fish can... We can catch him up or edit him in a second. Um, he's he's recuperating. I didn't mean 45% smaller. I mean, he would disappear. It was a... It was a package huh. joke. It just took, it's too far. It went too far with it. Oh, like his penis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, huh. There he is. He's returned. Okay, okay. I'm back. He's back. Sorry. He's back. I got a lot of lag there. We did, hmm. we did some classic improv to keep the show going. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Most Although viewers won't actually be able to tell you were gone because the voices were so spot on. Yeah, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, you you just started rambling about how siphon filter has to be on the PlayStation Classic, or else you're going you're marching right up to the Sony headquarters. And then you and, were yelling uh, about Brexit. Mm. Yeah, it got real it was, weird. Um, huh. It's odd. <laughs> we, okay. we we did you proud, I think. That um, works. Yeah, but fish, we're glad you're here. You're back this time for real. Uh, excited to talk some PlayStation Classic with you. So back for real. That's right. <laughs> Back for real, ladies. Uh, Joshua Fowler is also real, and it's, it's 
fitting that we're talking Tomb Raider today. Josh actually coined the phrase on the podcast, tank with boobs, when discussing the original Tomb Raider games. Um, Unfortunately, now he's dealing with some copyright issues with World of Tanks. They had this crazy spinoff going on. Yeah, I'm controversial. I mean, I really didn't want to give them the rights, but seeing what they were able to do with that skin, I'm regretting it. Like, <laughs> it's a hot Wait, take. You regret? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, like I, I just I didn't trust them to 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 stick that landing, and they did. And uh, yeah, I think I think everything would have gone just a lot easier had we worked this out ahead of time. So. The world is all yeah, better for it. Those artillery shells are nice and even longer and tubular than ever, ever before. <laughs> yeah. Would you say they're pepperoni um, shells? We're talking about surfing video games, right? That's why we said tubular? Yes, tubular. <laughs> there was this surfing game. You probably remember this game, Rich. There was this game on the Sega Genesis. That I can't I was... remember the name. Co- uh, was, uh, what? You remember what I'm talking about? You started yeah. off and you were like the surfer Cody dude. Cody Slater? Like, it was like a Tony no, Hawk type. No, no, no. It was like a, you started of off on like surfer? Ink and Ruins, and then you were like surfing, and it was, it doesn't uh, matter. You know what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, but now I'm okay. really stuck on the, uh, who's the famous, uh, fucking surfer, something There's Slater? There's famous surfers? Yeah, there was like Bo-do-bo. one, and they tried to do like a Tony Hawk type deal, and it was like, somebody, somebody is gonna know and leave a comment somewhere. Oh, yeah, 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 no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there was a Tony Hawk surfing style game that came out. I remember that, yeah. It was around the time they were doing, like, Matt Hoffman's BMX and stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, well, and then that led to Triple X, BMX Triple X, and we all know how that went, so. Uh, yeah, Vin Diesel wasn't even in it, so I didn't buy it. <laughs> exactly. Man, yeah, I don't think they have a sensor bar big enough for Vin Diesel in there. Although, technically... <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do they need a sensor bar? That's a weird joke. <laughs> I just feel like it would be wrapping around the bike while he was doing tricks, and it would just be like this. The implication that he's just doing mad tricks on his dick? <laughs> it's just like, you know. That's called simple... prostitution. It just seems dangerous. No, 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 not turning tricks. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, it just seems dangerous, you know, doing bicycle, bicycle tricks in the nude. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're well hung, there's just a lot that can get snagged there. Um, I yeah. don't know. Who knows? I like to think in my head that Vin Diesel is huge and buff and beloved by women, but he actually has a tiny penis. That helps me sleep at night. He's yeah. actually a digital tree man. Wow. Yeah, it's true. He is a di- and trees don't need penises. They're so much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. Anyway. anyway. That's, be- that's beautiful. <laughs> the roots and everything, you know? Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, it's going to be a fun show. So Joshua Fowler here is here, of course, from Michigan. And I am Morgan Barnes from Montana. And this show, I, I have been excited about all week. One of the cool things about our podcast is we do a topic of the show, which our at Sorchon community on Instagram chimes in with. But because of the way news drops, we can kind of morph to the topic pretty easily. So in this Kelly dropped, Slater. Was it Kelly Slater? Kelly Slater's. Oh, that pro totally surfer. sounds like that's such a surfer name too, Kelly Slater. Like, yeah. why did why did the best skateboarder have to be named Tony Hawk? I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Birdman. Um, there uh, you go. Well, Tiger Woods. I mean, come on. True story. Not... Tony Hawk's real name is Anthony. Well, y- yeah. Just putting that out there. <laughs> no one would have got that from. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Kelly Slater's Hawk. real name is Kellum. That actually might be true. I didn't do any research. <laughs> Kellum! 
<laughs> Kill him. Um, yeah, so yes, for all of those, no one that cares about that surfing game, but I, I do. Just, I needed an answer. You know? I, I, I wish I could live in a weird, morbid fantasy world where I had the time to just sit around and play every PlayStation game for 20 minutes because I have so much nostalgia wrapped up. Even the bad ones like that, I would still totally spend 20 minutes with it. Oh, yeah, um, I'd give it a shot. But, um, anyways, it's this show, whenever the news dropped on Wednesday, uh, we talked to Shay about it because Professor Layton, of course, couldn't join us today. He's at Tokyo Game Show, um, taking a trip to Tokyo in Japan, which is pretty exciting for him. But where I was like, are you okay with this talking about this before you come back? And he's like, look, you guys should talk about it. It's current right now. So, uh, we had his blessing. Um, and then we found out that Rich was going to be on the show. And he was like, no, fuck, he's going to, ah, no. So, he, <laughs> he was jealous. He was real jealous. You were going to. <laughs> take all the conversating so um no in, in all seriousness what i'd like to do with you guys is the the question for the community was what's the one game realistically that if it's not on this thing the playstation classic which was announced it's going to be a hundred dollars it's 45 percent smaller i'm sure they tried like hell to get it to 50 percent because that number sounds better but it sounds like it didn't work out because it's 45 percent smaller i wouldn't um, think it'd be a problem honestly like you're just put at this point i imagine you're doing what they did with the nes and snes you're just putting emulation software in a little box. Yeah, yeah. So why not? Fifty percent smaller just sounds like a better sales pitch. Maybe it, it just maybe it just looks better like that. You know, with Sony, you just never know. We're gonna trust the wizards behind Sony that that you know. But these are the same people that you know handled this year's E3 press conference for for Sony shoved, shoving going to people in the last of us. Weird. Uh, you just never know. You never as, know. As somebody who is like on the coverage end of that live, like watching streams to capture screens, it was the most confusing experience of my lifetime. As, as they still should have gone to the PSVR stuff during that awkward break. That's my theory. Instead of those people talking, nobody gives a fuck about those random people talking, you know? They're like, yeah, God of War is uh, getting New Game Plus, and I'm like, this is a weird way to tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, but the point is, um, it's 45% smaller, it's $100, it's going to have 20 games, and announce five of them. And they were kind of strange, I thought. So Final Fantasy VII was a given. they were all as... pretty good, though. Really? Okay. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll get into that once you... So, off the top of my head, uh, it was Final Fantasy VII. Or was it Tekken 3? Tekken 3. Jumping Flash? Yes. Don't, Jump... I don't, I'm going to be completely honest with you, I've never heard of that game in my life. You, Jumping Flash is amazing. So, that was weird. Uh, Wild Arms, which uh, is classic. Surprising, but classic rpg and the fifth one's escaping me now help me ridge, ridge racer ridge racer okay you can't yeah you can't go wrong with ridge racer of course not although yeah. odd they didn't announce it with gran turismo which i checked was actually the best-selling playstation game of all time i will be surprised if that is not on there um i also think konami needs to have a field day here uh symphony of the night why do they get a field day what is, why does Konami because get a Because there's bit? some good Konami hitters on PS1. Um, Symphony of the Night, Sukoden. Like, you gotta remember, this is like an era where Konami still made games that not health clubs. Yeah, that's true. That's true, but Metal I'm, I'm holding solid. it against them now because they make health clubs. Um, so <laughs> they will pay. So let's go around the room and let's try to build this seriously, okay? Everybody's gonna take a turn. Like we did before. Let's try and see. Now, the way I'm trying to be objective about this is... Are we starting I, I, with our... Deal breakers or yes, because your okay. deal breaker. I, I think we're gonna be reasonable about it, and this is why. I remember like a year ago, I was listening to like a, an old kind of funny podcast when back when Colin Mariotti was with them, and he was talking about how he was picking his games he thought should be on there, and he was just going off. He was like, 
Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, Street Fighter. He was just like, he was just nailing stuff. And I'm like, you know what? He's right. I think Final Fantasy 7, 8, and 9 should be on there, but I know that that's probably not going to happen. So that's why Final Fantasy 8 is not my deal breaker because I'm realistic enough to know that there's probably not going to be. I think we will get nine. I think we will get two Final Fantasy games. I think eight, not not in a quality standpoint, because you and I agree very much on that. Final Fantasy eight is a very, probably one of my favorite Final Fantasies. I truly believe, and people have thrown around this theory, that Square lost the source code to Final Fantasy VIII. Hmm. I need to Google that. Square, this is, a, this is something you've heard of? They are, they, are, they are infamous for doing that, especially during the, the 90s. Um, uh, they've had to... Final Fantasy VII, when it was ported to PC, they essentially had to build a lot of it from the ground up because the source code they had was not of the final version. It was from a version filled with bugs hmm. and some scenes that were later cut. What? That's that's, that's oh. fucking crazy. That's crazy. Man. Wait, so that, so if I play Final Fantasy VII on the PC, it's technically new- not the original source code, but they got it as close to as they could. Like they cut some stuff out that wasn't oh. in the final version. They went in and patched a bunch of bugs that hadn't been patched in that version yet. Well, I've heard some people say it could be that or a copyright issue potentially with something stupid like some people think it's a copyright issue with the song that eyes on me song which is why it's not on mobile hmm. or anything like that as well um which it i know sounds is on steam but that steam version is not great hmm. what's wrong with the steam version it's, uh, it's i can't get it to launch at the time it's basically just a barely patched version of the original pc port yeah which is not a great version of the game yeah like I said, I don't believe they have the source code for the original PlayStation version. Well, it's just, it's, uh, I agree with you. I don't think it's a say. I know there's, there became this weird wave of people that, you know, seven was the, the trendsetter and nine was the darling throwback. So I know that a lot of people, and, but I think the reality is they're, they're all great games in their own way. I don't think Square would play favorites. I think something yes. is going on behind the scenes. Probably. I, th- I think there's a complication with getting eight to, yeah. And like I said, I believe there's no PS4 version of 8, which is my assumption is they are using the PS4 version as the base for these Xbox One and Switch versions. There's a PS4 version of both 9 and um, 7. I reviewed the PS4 version of 9, destructoid.com, backslash the Richmeister Zero. Very nice. Okay, we know that's that's worth reading. And look, if that's the truth, then you think people would be a little less excited about seven because they could have played it a million fucking times by now. So, anyways, that's that's an interesting theory. I I agree with you. I don't think it's just like someone sitting around going somehow eight's not good enough because if you look at the sales, one hundred percent is from the reviews to the fact that it was the fourth best selling game. I try to take my own bias out of it because I know I love that game. But no, I, even I'm beyond that, I, I think thinking yeah. fans would just not buy that version for fifteen like fifteen twenty bucks is insane. Of course they would. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree. But the reason I brought that up is because I want to say mm-hmm. objectively, I don't think, we might disagree on this, Rich, I don't think any other Final Fantasy games are going to be on this thing. Um, I don't think it definitely will. I, I think if we get another one, it's nine. Okay. Um, I would say if we got another one, it might be tactics. But let's, let's, let's go. Actually, I'd prefer that, goddamn. Yeah. And I love Final Fantasy nine, but... Tactics, tactics is just a different thing. And yeah, it's... tactics really makes more sense considering they, like, within like the last year or so, released the remastered-ish FF9. Yeah, that's port. true. So I mean, mm-hmm. granted, there are plenty of 
And you know, it was a damn shame. Like, there are better versions of Tactics now. Like, mm-hmm. that PSP the, version. The PSP version was good. Is a better good. version. Um, so, well, God, can you imagine? Okay, but well, before I get sidetracked, so, that could, let's just say, I'll take my turn, so say I threw that out there, okay? Mm. That was not my deal breaker, but do you guys, <laughs> do you guys think, because I want to make a list that we can look at and try and guess it. I want us to try and guess what the actual other 15 games see are. How see how close, close we get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how okay, close. yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. Um, and then we can shove in people's face and be like, fuck yeah, we guessed it all. <laughs> um, so it takes a little bit of bravery because I wouldn't have guessed Jumping Flash is on there as well. So there is a possibility of some wild cards here, some dark horses. I mean, we did predict some weird stuff last time I was on here. I mean, Katamari remasters, uh, Kingdoms of Almor. Yeah. Like- <laughs> it's true. Whenever you're here, Rich, good things happen. So I'd like to... Wouldn't that be weird if they put 7 and 8 on there and somehow left off 9 and then everyone got through a shitstorm? <laughs> you never... No, no that'll I'm, never happen. I, I love Final Fantasy 9. It's one of my favorite Final Fantasies and I'd be fine with that. I mean, but mm-hmm. I think that the problem there is that that was one era and I think most people would agree you put all three on there. But I think they're going to look at it and say, we only got 20 games. If we put three Final Fantasies on there, it would just seem weighted differently. I think they're going to try to hit a variety if I had to guess. Yes. For sure. I don't think yeah. they're going to... I really yeah. think just the one Final Fantasy Cause packaged remember this... makes the most sense. Cause totally. They're they're acting like after the fact you'll be able to add other stuff to it, and I think this thing's gonna have a digital storefront. I think they're gonna I, do I what so Nintendo too. won't. Yeah. Which even if be... they do yeah. it as log online, pay another ten dollars, and we're releasing another twenty games. Mm-hmm. That I be, think that would... would do extremely well. If they yeah. did something like that, like it comes with, really, even well, if they just did it a la carte, kind of the way Nintendo did during the Wii and Wii U. Um, I I think I wouldn't be surprised if they do a la carte and also the option of, here's the bundle two. It costs like twenty dollars and it's another fifteen games. Well, but yeah. why do people think that's more likely with this? Because that doesn't happen with the Super NES Classic. Because it's Sony and not Nintendo. That's all of it for me. I think I, Sony's yeah. more forward-thinking with stuff like this, and they see, listen, we, they know that we, people like us know, that for the majority of these PS1 games, I can hook up my PS3, sitting at my desk for that very reason, and go download the majority of these games a la carte for pretty cheap. Well, yeah. but um, you could have done that with your Wii and all the classic Super NES games that, well. That's true, but I also think they realize that the majority of people who aren't playing on a PS4, who aren't playing modern games don't realize that and if they buy this thing and then go oh wait i can get the more games for is, this is, yeah it's a different audience yeah mm-hmm. okay it's an interesting theory okay um but let's just pretend for now it's 20 okay yeah of course. and uh so i'll save my deal breaker fish let's start with you um uh-huh. get you here a little bit uh what's your realistically what's your deal breaker and something you think should be and will be on the playstation class um We'll see if we agree. This is this is gonna come out of left field a little bit, but well, deal breaker from left field. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, Dino Crisis. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I want to see that on there. I mean, I'm pretty sure Resident Evil is gonna probably make it onto that console. <sighs> I would say for sure. Yeah, yeah, but Resident I Evil th- too, man. Well. Yeah. That's tough. God, that's going to be a tougher conversation. So Dino Crisis 1, because the second one was just fucking weird, and the third one was 
That wasn't even PlayStation. That was Travis. Don't talk shit about Dino Crisis. <laughs> the second, well, the second one was like a whole different kind it's of thing. It's a weird thing. I think they should revive Dino Crisis. Oh, so do they I. Should. I love. They it. Should. Did you ever play the first Dino Crisis, Josh? Only at friends' houses. Like never oh, really okay. sat down like and to played call the it thing. Just kind of resident. Which dinosaur. is kind of how I. Yeah. Like there were so many games on the PS One. I'm sure that's how most people played most games on unless Osmosis. it was on a, unless it was on a demo yeah. disc. Yeah. Like that's yeah. right. demo discs and at friends' houses is how seventy five plus percent of PS One games were consumed. <laughs> mm. Or well, or I'd... trading games too. Mm-hmm. That was very would... prevalent back then. Used to then be about too. that life. Mm-hmm. I was there when Josh played Metal Gear Solid for the first time. So. At one of our friends' house, which was kind of interesting. Um, anyways, okay, so Dino Crisis. Let's put that in the maybe pile. Uh, but I agree with you, Fish. I would love. To, I would rather see that almost more than Resident Evil, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, yeah. The first Dino Crisis was basically Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs. And if that doesn't sound amazing to you, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. <laughs> right? I don't know what other argument to give you. Mm-hmm. Got a T-Rex, Velociraptors. Get the shoot. You get the mix up like. Different like strengths of tranquilize, yeah, tranquilizer well, was, darts and everything that it you was shoot creepy because you were like going through this facility and like like weird offices and stuff and like dinosaurs would jump through windows. It like had the fear of Resident Evil, but but the dinosaur horror. aspect of it was just weird. Yeah, it was great. The, the way I think I always yeah. looked at it was it's like imagine if like look at like Jurassic Park and what happened there. Imagine you're like the cleanup team who had to go in after that movie happened. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good game, too. Jurassic Park cleanup. That's what I want to see. Um, okay, so let's put that in the maybe pile with tactics, but that's a, that's a deal breaker for you, Fish, so if it's not on there, I'm going to hold you to that. You're not allowed to buy it, okay? Oh, okay. And if I see it in your house, I'm <laughs> breaking. <laughs> um, all right, Josh, uh, what is your deal breaker? Ooh. It's tough. They've got... The, the original PS1 has so many games that just are their own thing. It's not even like, like, yeah, nothing else could kind of take its spot for so many games that should be on this machine. Um, I, I, it's, it's been back and forth with me between the original MGS and uh, Symphony of the Night. Like, okay, well, let's, I, let's start I, with Metal I, Gear. I, I, well, those are both they're so. I think. I don't know I if agree. they are. I, Metal Gear is guaranteed. There's only 20 I would, slots. I would bet a million dollars that Metal Gear Solid will be on there. I would bet a million dollars on both of those. Really? Those are PS1, like, mega hits. Yeah. Like, okay. I, from Just from the numbers, they both make perfect sense. But, like... It's been ridiculously hard to find Symphony of the Night. It's not really a game they've been... Symphony of the Night has been rated well, for PS4 just the other day, so... Yeah, Metal Gear finally. Solid sold... Finally. finally doing stuff. Yeah. And Rondo of Blood, weirdly enough, which is much harder to find a place to play. Mm-hmm. As far as sales go, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... It's the seventh best-selling game on the PlayStation, Metal Gear Solid, with six million. That's physical copies mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, mm, pro- yeah. And it's always approximate, but yeah, six million. It's a top ten bestseller. The I think what gets a little more dicey for me, being as as supportive as you behind Symphony of the Night. Now it's easy for us in our little bubble to say that's all we ever hear about. But like Symphony of the Night sales, 
I, not I don't think good. it sold. Yeah, like it's no. hard to find. Not not I, initially, and that had a lot to do with it launching very closely to a 3D Castlevania on the Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. that it turns out was a pile of dog shit. Because go figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm, that I'm just N64 saying, one got mm. a horrible rap, and it's not a good game. But no. It's it's also not a finished game. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, the second version would, is the first game plus the rest of it. Plus, yes, plus the rest. It like I actually I it's funny like I own both copies of that game just because it's such such a treasure to have <laughs> a yeah, half a game on, and then the rest the of the game behind me. Yeah, um, that's funny. That was actually a pretty fun game for as completely for horrible. Like that is probably. One of the worst uh, games that I actually like. You know, is it because really... you had it as a kid, though, Josh, and you had more time to play? Because I remember that was one of your kid games. You know, possibly because I mean? that was another one of those ones that didn't control all that well. No. Um. It's like it's yeah. sort of the siphon filter of. No, I'm just kidding. That's a disgrace. <laughs> siphon filter is a much better game. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, how about but, this? Let's put let's anyway. put Symphony of the Night because of the poor sales in the maybe category, and let's just check in. Metal. Are you guys all okay yeah. with checking in Metal Gear Solid? I think 100. percent Yeah, Metal I think Gear that's Solid. on the list. Yeah. Okay. That has so to be we, on there. So we have six, which is good mm-hmm. progress. Uh, Rich, what is your deal breaker? All right. This is a weird one because. Uh, Metal Gear was up there for me too. I've got another Konami joint, mm. but this is technically two games, and I think if they're not there together, they might as well not be there at all. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so Coden one and two. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, one you drive of a hard bargain. The best RPGs ever in this bur- this this humble gamesman's opinion. Um, what the second one? Uh, well, they're basically the same game. Uh, okay. The first one is a much shorter RPG. You're looking at about eight hours. The second one carries over your data and feeds right in, and they oh, sort so of flow okay. together. Like they feel like one finished, like very long RPG. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to Sakoden Three, which feels like an entirely different game. Is is that a real universe. deal breaker for you though? Like if it's not a, a real deal breaker. I mean, saying deal breaker for me, there's very few things on here that I go. If that's not on it, I'm not going to buy it. Because you're just a consumer, it's, you like to. You yeah, know, yeah I mean, it's, as far as that goes, there aren't really any deal breakers for me either. Because I still have all these old games in my house. I have a way to play so, all these. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it's, it's mean, hard. God to, damn it! That's not how you play Deal Breaker. These, Don't tell these, people. You, <laughs> here's here's why these are important to me, though. Okay. One of my favorite RPGs ever. There's very few places to play them. Mm-hmm. No PC releases. I. I just recently bought a new PlayStation Vita because mine was starting to shit the bed, and I needed a place I knew I could play these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's fair. That you know, dreaming that they could be on there, I think, is reasonable. I, you know, I was just looking up the sales; they're not particularly great. Um, that would they be a are miracle. Sort of a cult classic, though. Yeah, after, yeah. which I think is say the same of Symphony of the Night. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, we, I think yeah. that's much more popular decades after the fact than when it first came out. One hundred percent. Yeah. When Sukaden is a is a it, let's put it this way, a lot of people can't even pronounce Sukaden. Oh, you know, what I mean? a lot of people don't know how to say the name of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I've always uh, Sukaden. Sukaden. I've heard a lot of something. good things about. Um, I used to listen to a lot of this show called Retronauts back at One Up, and uh, they used to talk a lot about uh, Sukaden Two or however you want to say it. Yes, it's it's a treasure of a game, uh, one that I feel like doesn't get a lot of credit because it looks like an NES uh, SNES level RPG. Um 
but it does so much. It, the world is so big and fleshed out. The writing is so good. And it came out around the same time as Final Fantasy VIII, which was a big juggernaut for that to go mm-hmm. head-to-head with. Oh, because I kind look, of feel bad for it. I mean, you know I love Final Fantasy VIII, but I do feel bad yeah, for everyone it. Everyone was so way. obsessed with the graphics back then that a lot of the yeah. ones that didn't... That's just it. It took yeah. years for people to realize, like, this is a phenomenal RPG, and especially nowadays when we look at art styles like that as a choice less than a limitation. Yeah. I mean, it's like all those polygon fighters that came out around the same time, and almost all of them are awful. Cause, yeah. Because everyone yeah. felt like they had to do that. Bloody Roar! Remember that? You, yeah, <laughs> I remember Bloody Roar. Mm-hmm. You turn into, like, a beast. and you Turn into a wolf, man. And yeah. you, you do a bloody roar. Yeah. Um, well, how about this, Rich? I, I think a lot of people would agree with that sentiment, so I'm glad you brought it up. I, I put the chance of that being on this thing realistic probably at like a zero. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't just... think a zero. I don't think it's particularly high. Yeah. Give me a number. Uh, I'd give it like a 30% chance. Oh, God, that's way too high. You are being I'm way being too very high. hopeful. I really... <laughs> there are people who love those games. There's a 30% chance of Final Fantasy IX being on this thing. I'm telling you that it's, it's going to be low, dude. Mm. Um, okay, well, let's just... I've got like a half a percent chance one. Probably less than that. Oh, do you? Well, yeah. Okay. But... This is just becoming the dream podcast. The, dream. the games we dream would be on yeah. the PS Classic. Tiny Tank. Yeah. No, no, no. Better. Probably, probably the best Metal Gear game ever. Metal oh, Gear VR missions. VR missions. <laughs> no. Fucking rocks. No. You're funny. You're funny. That would again. These yeah. these are cool things. But man, Peace Walker isn't on the PlayStation One. What do you mean the best Metal Gear game? <laughs> like yeah, VR missions balls, was yeah. like all the actual puzzles. Like because the original MGS was much more of a puzzle game as far as figuring out how you're going to sure. sneak across these areas and shoot guards to like it was very much all the AI was completely predictable um, yeah and figuring out how to get through all some of these areas was just just like dominoes like you had to figure out how to how to knock it over uh in order to get everything to just work the way you wanted to yeah, it was, and yeah. VR missions had like five times the content that Speaking of the original Dominoes, MGS no had. No, the VR game was fun, Josh. But I mean, yeah, that's that's like a that's probably even a lower chance than Sukuna. Yeah, at this yeah point. no, no, it's not <laughs> yeah. going to happen. But like, you can't find it anywhere, and it's it's so good. So, although to be fair, I would have told you that Wild Arms would have a very very low chance of making I it am... on this thing. So surprised that's one of the first ones they announced, and I couldn't be happier about it. Yeah, I, I can't even find Wild Arms on the fucking bestsellers list, and I'm going like all the way down. I think the, the only down. reason that's on there is because the rest of the games kept selling all right. Because I don't even think was it a Sony who made? I want to look that up. Who made Wild Arms? Because if it's a Sony game, I'm gonna be like, oh, that's sketchy, right? That's like Legend of Dragoon, right? That's a Sony RPG. They could put that on there just because it's a fucking. A lot of people love Legend of Dragoon. But it's kind of controversial. Mm, I wouldn't be shocked to see that there. Okay, how about this? I'm gonna find out who made Wild Arms. <laughs> well, which 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 Tomb Raider game are they gonna put on there? Two. Which tank with boobs? Two. Two, Two is right? about the only one that you can actually legitimately sit down and play through without having to have a suicide risk. Put it on the box <laughs> for <laughs> no. like anything else. They're gonna have to have a Surgeon General label on this console. Yeah, I mean, they're going to put one on there anyway, because we're going to put Ergus, God bless the ring in it, right? 
<laughs> it's just a label with my face on it. <laughs> Warning. Um, yeah, I think it's got to be two. That's my deal yeah. breaker because yeah, two. that game reminds me the most of. It is the sixth or fourth. What is it? Hold on here. Tomb Raider 2 is the best selling Tomb Raider game and it is in the top 10. 1, 2, yeah. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. It's the ninth best selling. Right behind Final Fantasy 9 is Tomb Raider 2. So that's got to mm-hmm. be on there. While we're on the concept of sequels that have to be on there, um, I think Resident Evil 2 is the Resident Evil that's on there. Yeah, I do too. I think that's the one that's on there. But does anybody disagree? Do we have any dissenting I, opinion? I don't know. I've been, th- I've been debating whether it's Resident Evil 1 or 2 on there. Resident Evil 1 had a comical charm to it with the mansion yeah. and the horrible FMV. Yeah, but I've I been trying to figure out because it's only 20 games like and I don't one. know how many of each genre they're going to want to put on there. Mm. Fish, because... you need to split the difference. Which one are they going to do? Yeah. One or two? Uh, I would go with one, just because I haven't played much of two. Oh, you dirty whore. I mean, the How other thing on there is, I mean, they could put the original Silent Hill on there. Yeah, I don't know. But if, how many? I think it's a lot less likely, I think especially that's, with yes, Resident Evil on I there. think that Resident Evil is much more of an iconic PS1 game. And I think it's a sure thing that there's yeah. a Resident Evil on there. Well, yeah, and I, I, say, I, I don't see them putting yeah. a bunch of horror games on there. Uh, so I, we I have don't to try to really. I think this. one horror game is probably all they're going to put on I, there. So I mm. want Resident Evil Two on there, but I'm thinking because was the original Resident Evil One disc? Ooh. Yes, yes. that sounds right, <laughs> but I couldn't. I, you know what? I'm going to go with Resident Evil One because Resident Evil Two had that weird double disc switching thing, and they'd have to find a way to incorporate both characters into. The system instead of just putting in a different disc. Remember, the first disc was um, Leon, and the second yeah. disc was Claire. Uh, Claire. So I think maybe that adds some sort of complication. Whereas Resident Evil One might be easier to put in there. I prefer Resident Evil Two. I'm with you, Rich. I think Resident Evil mm. Two should be in there. I think it's the better game. But I don't know if I'm trying to guess. If we're trying to guess what they're gonna do. Yeah. Okay. No. No. I. I, I kind of feel like they would do first games in a series if they have any intention of. Allowing you to Doing buy more. other yeah. games later. That's a good point too. So if 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 there's Fuck. nothing else to buy for this thing after the fact, I think sequels have a better chance. But Ugh, otherwise, I feel like they're gonna try to do first games in a series whenever they can. Yeah, I think we should stick with that in that sense. But uh, even with Tomb Raider, we have to do the same thing with Tomb Raider. I don't know. I I don't know. I I I don't know anyone who would pick up Tomb Raider two and then go. You know what? Let's play a worse game in every way. <laughs> but as those wolves, <laughs> dinosaurs. But you know, at the t- you got to look at it this way, Josh. You're judging it from a modern perspective. At the time, the first Tomb Raider was pretty groundbreaking. No, I think these choices are going to really be made wasn't. from a modern like, perspective. I played Tomb Raider one, and it was, I I got, you know, about three rooms at into it every time I ever picked it up. Yeah, at the time, it was that bad. Well, your mind it's... just wasn't as advanced as mine was, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's argue about the logistics later. So we're going to yeah, agree yeah. that there's a Resident Evil yeah. game on there and a Tomb Raider game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Rapper okay. the Rapper. Yeah, I was actually, I was going to, we, we need we need to start getting some other genres in here. I was thinking either Parappa the Rapper or some other rhythm game, like Um Jammer Lammy. Yeah. I, I, th- I think it's probably Parappa, though. Yeah, I, I think it's Parappa as yeah. well. Um, I, well. I think of original PlayStation, I do think of all those yeah. ads and everything, yeah. Um, 
There's got to be a Cool Borders game on there. I'm against Parappa Rappa. Oh. Sony still hangs their hat on it. I think that's... Well, they just came out with, like, a remake of it, didn't they? I mean, I don't think that really means the original's not going to be on here. Well, but it could. Well, let's make Fish make his anti-case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, the thing is, it's like... (laughs) If anybody had any nostalgia for that game and wanted to play it, they would have already went out and bought that remake. Um, and um, I don't think that would necessarily help them sell this console if they put that on there just to pander to some people. I don't think that's necessarily true. And I don't think it's just pandering because people have nostalgia for Parappa. Yeah. And also, a lot of the people that have nostalgia for it might not be owners of a PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Well, look at it this way. That brings in the argument with the Spyro and Medieval, because both those I games think, are getting a remaster, you know? I think both of those, and I think Crash also. Okay, so which, which Crash game is going to be on there? I think Crash 2, two is the best choice. Okay. I don't know if we're sticking with the yeah, first games. Yeah. I think we should stick with the one we think they'll pick, which means I, I would... For Crash and Spyro, then I think it's two. Two, two solved a lot of the original issues. There's gonna be a lot of twos on there, yeah. 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 But Spyro, even Spyro two, Ripto's Rage over the original Spyro the Dragon. Yes. Ripto's Rage is uh like the peak of that series to me. Yeah, I mean they're both good. They're both really good, but yeah, I think both on both of those two is just a better game as just a. Self-contained package there. For sure, we're we're predicting a lot of twos here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crash two, Tomb Raider two, well, um, Resident yeah, Evil well, two. A, a lot of these, like the first game Wipe, came out, out, and then the second one hit so soon afterwards that it's basically the same game. Just hey, let's fix Refined. all the problems that we yeah. never got around to fixing in the original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so because you have something these, to work from, it's it, easier. Exactly, exactly. A lot of these, the second game is just the first game as far as. Everything is concerned, but better. But just things better. Like, and also the idea of not building an engine from the ground up mm-hmm. gives it more time to focus on things like storytelling mm-hmm. and environments like uh, level design. Like, it just works better. Well, yeah. I, I'm not agreeing with you guys as far as the quality of the game. I just feel like the argument for me is just I think they're more likely to put Spyro 1 on there just because it's... I, I, I don't think that... Like, I don't know why. Yeah, it's I like get a that. gut it's a gut feeling, but I couldn't really tell you why. I think that I don't know it's strange. Well, I think if with we're the remaster with the coming idea, out as well. Yeah. People may want to just compare that, it. Like they're more likely to put the original, then maybe that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But that has to kind of follow suit in our thinking on everything then, doesn't it? Yeah, so we're gonna have to find our own fucking policy, which is tough. But we do have a as far as the original five they announced, we already have a Metal Gear Solid. Let's say Parappa, a Resident Evil, a Tomb Raider, a Spyro, a Crash. So we're getting there. Um, we all agree that a Gran Turismo is going to be on there, right? Yeah. For... I would say so. Okay. Um, so as far as survival horror goes, there's, they're probably more likely to do Silent Hill than Dino Crisis, right? Even though like we all love Dino Crisis, would you say they're more likely to put Silent Hill on there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The, the original name. Silent Hill mm. was so weird okay like i don't know for sure that we see either of those yeah either, okay. i don't i'm not feeling 
I think it's extremely low chance to see Sorry, either fish. of those. Your deal breaker has been but, axed. It, <laughs> Wipeout? If, if they had to do one, I'd Wipeout? rather see Dino Crisis. I mean, really. Like, yeah. The original yeah. Silent Hill is just bizarre. It's just... Cool Borders! Yeah, that's what I was just saying. I like Cool Borders. Oh, cool Borders has to be on there. Uh, Jet Moto. <laughs> Remember Jet Moto? That was a thing. Everybody for, remembers. Mm-hmm. Toomba. No. No. Wipe, wipe out for sure. Really? Wipe out for sure? Yeah, probably. Mm. That game has gone on. Like, they keep okay. making wipe out games, and they keep being good games. So, yeah. Was that a Sony thing, wipe out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, well, if they created it, then... Are you sure? Over Roll Cage? I mean, come on. That was a game where the... <laughs> Remember Roll Cage? Yeah, nobody remembers that game, do you? This audio podcast can't see the stare I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny game. I'm not saying it was a good game. It was fun. Uh, Your car would flip upside down and keep rolling, here, man. Here's one that might be a longer shot, but it's something I, I hope is on there. Uh, Ape Escape. Yeah, I could see I that, like though, because... That. Yeah. They really sucked that Ape Escape... They released for quite a while. Ape Escape 2 on PS4 on, in the PS2 Classic. Mm-hmm. Sony wanted you to like Ape Escape a lot. I liked Ape Escape a lot. They succeeded. <laughs> <Man>. They tricked me. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I just remember them really pushing that. I'm trying to think, like, from my childhood, what are the things that, like, I associate with Sony? Um, Ape Escape has a chance. I'd say that has a chance. I think this is a hard get for licensing reasons, but uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Yeah. Mm, one of the Tony Hawks has got to be on there, you'd think, right? You'd I think, think but I think those are going to be harder license. Uh, licenses yeah, I think it's a licensing nightmare. Yeah. Just really? Be, well, because those games, not only is it got the Tony Hawk license, all the music on those things were like it was actual music. For so, you'd have to yeah. completely get like try and get the licenses mm-hmm. you could get back, cut songs otherwise. Like it's a it's a whole thing. Um, okay, so that's in the maybes then, I guess. Uh, so, of other racing games, let's go back. We have Ridge Racer and Gran Turismo. Do you think that's it for guarantees? Uh, I mean, we could fit Wipeout into that category. I think okay, Wipeout's let's, a, let's, sure, yeah. a I mean, sure I, thing. I, as far as, yeah. I mean, It's a I, different okay. thing, but it's a racer. So there's almost like three of these genres. Like I mean, some Cool Borders, I still think yeah, that one... Cool Borders was That's kind of in, as far as... Racing. I can see Cool goes, Borders. Yeah. Well, that's kind of its own thing metal? as well. That's uh, a racing game. Uh, Twisted uh, Metal. It's a car yeah, combat. There will be. Oh, come on. Twisted Metal was a Sony thing. No, 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 no. no. I, I, I was talking I about it'll it be being there. a racing game. I don't, oh, I don't think about it as a racing game, game at no, all. It it's kind of its own thing. It's an arena shooter where you happen to be a car. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's right. So or, I think we, we all agree that there's two wheels connected to them. Twisted Metal Black, I think, is the one. No, that was PS2. Black is PS2? Yeah. You sure? Yes. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yes. I, you're probably right, but I'm going to double check it just to be safe. I think, yeah, I think just one through three was was on the PlayStation 1. They just really started shitting them out. Um, so let's say there's no, a Twisted... No, 4 is definitely a PS1 game. Twisted Metal really? Black is PS2, but 4 is definitely a okay, PS1 okay. game. There was 4 on there? Wow. Mm. That was like Tomb Raider. They just started fucking shitting them out. So there was <laughs> yeah. nothing more. Twisted Metal 4 released for the PlayStation 1 on October 31st, 
We we all know the best car combat game is Vigilante 8, though. I mean, am I right? Vigilante 8. Come on, people. Yes. I'm sorry. I think your mic is broken or something. Yeah. No. I hear him perfectly fine, Rich. Yeah. This hears me. Um, (laughs) Although that's my 12 year old self talking. Uh, uh, What else? Hmm. What about. So, do you guys think tactics will be on there? Are we are we hard and fast on that, or is that still in the? Maybe? I think I'm now saying if we're going to do more than one Final Fantasy, it's probably tactics. I, I at least I hope. Yeah, I think that's possible. I think they need something along that sort of genre. Um, and, and what else do you yeah. have to hang your hat on there? That's like big, big in a PlayStation yeah, there, sense. There was cool games like Front Mission, but they were more niche. So yeah, I love the original Front Mission. I could see them doing front mission but that's still mm. i mean jumping flash throws everything that i believed in the question so <laughs> I, fla- people love jumping flash man i don't even know what that is i still don't know what the fuck jumping flash is you should play jumping flash after we play uh, vagrant story okay. i'm gonna make you play jumping flash uh, okay i would love to know what the fuck it is so i'm not gonna complain about it i don't um, want you to do any research into what the fuck jumping flash is until we play it well, okay, okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look into it at all. Um, okay, all right. Since we need more genres, more games here. What about Tenchu? Yeah, I could, like, maybe not like a huge kind of, a, but I could see it. Since it's kind of, yeah. It was too, it was too niche. It was a cool game. I think it's too niche. I do. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But I like Tenchu though. I actually thought it was really fun. What yeah. about? I'm looking at the best selling list. What? How do you guys feel about Dragon Warrior Seven? It was in the top fifteen. Like if they a Dragon Warrior game. <sighs> or, no, uh, I think it's a hard sell. I don't know. Really? I mean, they're making okay. this for more than just the North American uh, market. That's true. And I, I'm sure that Dragon Warrior was more popular in Japan. I could see them oh, putting absolutely. a Dragon Warrior on there. Was 7 the only one that was out on PlayStation? As far as I know. Yeah. I'm, Just I think. one in the entire system? Wow. That's yeah, because they did a ton before that, and then, yeah, they, they kind of slowed down around that. Oh, how could I forget about this? Holy shit. Hot Shots Golf. There's got to be a Hot Shots Golf oh, game. Oh, you are absolutely right about that. Yeah. You are absolutely right about that. I don't even know if I'll get resistance, but I'm just thinking about that was that was something I really associated with PlayStation, and I try to like separate myself being a golf fan from that. But like that's got. Um, Listen, man, about- you don't need to separate yourself. I don't give a shit about golf, but I love Hot Shots Golf. Those original games were great too. Yeah. What about? Uh oh, Crash Team Racing. There. <laughs> I think we're already at quota on racing games. I love Crash Team Racing, but I think it'd be strange if that pops up there. Because it's, you know what it is? It's another racing game. It's also like a subset of Crash. Yeah. Yeah. And while Crash is iconic with the PlayStation 1, it's not like it's a Nintendo console and he's Mario. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think the one battle game will be... What about for the fish? What am I missing here? What's coming to your mind? What are you thinking? Um, huh. we got RPGs on there. Yeah, I was thinking, do. I was thinking Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross, yeah. I don't know. If we had three JRPGs and we had I Wild can... Arms, Home Fantasy mm. 7. Yeah. You forgot about Sakoda. Yeah, that and Chrono Cross. 
<laughs> is just really. I mean, it had a following, but it's not. I'm gonna get hate for this. Cross Chrono iconic? Cross is really not all that good compared to Chrono what? Trigger. It's, what? It's We're not, not very good. The... Like We're Chrono Trigger is one of the best game, RPGs gosh. of all time, and Chrono Cross is just <laughs> meh. Oh no, that's yeah, nonsense. It's, that's nonsense. It's pretty I think meh. I like Chrono Cross more now uh, than I did at the time. Mm. Yeah. Josh is on drugs. But I will say this, Josh, your argument would hold water, I think, if Chrono Trigger was on the PlayStation. I don't think it'd be fair no, to compare yeah. Chrono Cross to a Super Nintendo game. But if you're saying the popularity well, isn't there. I the people who would want it are probably the same people who would want Chrono Trigger and get it elsewhere. So I don't know. Like I don't uh, agree. I don't feel like it's a big draw. Is kind of <sighs> But but it sold more than Wild Arms because I'm looking at this chart right here and that's confusing to me, right? But it was like, the first Wild Arms. If if we hadn't like known Wild Arms was on there, and we had been having this conversation, wouldn't would we have all have, put? No, I would not have put Wild yeah. Arms on there. Yeah, but, me neither. No, but, I wouldn't have guessed. I'm happy Wild Arms is on there, but I never in my wildest dreams would have guessed that. Let alone that it'd be in the round of the first five games they revealed. Yeah. Okay, so we'll put we'll put Chrono in the maybes, and you know I agree it's a maybe. It's hard for me to. I, I associate it with PlayStation, but that's there's bias there. Um, what are we at right now in terms of sure things uh, and account wise? We have, um, I think we have 16. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, plus the 5. So the ones we've agreed on are a Metal Gear Solid, Parappa the Rapper, a Resident Evil game, a Tomb Raider game, a Spiral game, a Crash game, Gran Turismo game, a Wipeout, Cool Borders, Twisted Metal, and Hot Shots Golf. Um, that puts us at 16. So we need four more. Now, I agree. I think they're going to put... S I'm leaning toward them putting Symphony of the Night on this thing. I, I would second that, yeah. Yeah. I think it's likely enough. I think it's like an 80% shot at Symphony of the Night, so I'm willing to put that on, on the list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can always take it off if we need to, but I'm thinking so too. So if that were the case, we'd only have three left. Now, some of the maybes we were looking at, um, hmm. I, th I, I feel like we need kind of one weird wild card here, because all of our ch choices have been pretty safe. Ape Escape. A okay, mm, I, could do I could see that. I, people like that we game. We need consensus here. I'm not, you know, I need Fish and, and Josh. Yeah. Here's going to be my pitch before we vote on that. I don't, I'll say, we don't have Medieval on the list. I, I, I think Medieval should be on the list. I think that's iconic enough that people would... Really? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's one of the. I don't know, like it, I could it's say one of those games that Honor. people are just gonna immediately associate with the PlayStation One. They are remastering it. They That's care true. Enough mm -hmm. about it, they're going through the trouble of remastering it. That, and I don't feel like we have enough platformers hacking. on a system that that was just, you know, like we've got a few of them on there, but we don't really have a lot of 3D platformers. So PlayStation One was 3D platformers and a JRPG machine. Yeah. I don't oh, feel like we I have know. enough Fish. of those on there. So. Fish, why aren't you fighting for Croc, man? What's going on? Oh, I'll fight to the death with you for Croc. <laughs> Legend of the Gobas? <laughs> it's so Fishy. mediocre. Put it on the console. <laughs> Who can't love that lovable Croc? He's got that big tooth. He's got oh. a backpack? What's in there? You don't know. <laughs> he's, like the, he's, he's the Tomb Raider of Croc, basically. Mm. His little brown backpack. He's a Tomb Raider of anthropomorphic crocodiles. <laughs> that's that's uh, no small feat. Um, 
All right, so if we add Medieval and Symphony of the Night, that gives us two just two slots. slots left. I think mm. Apescape gets it. Ape, I what? think. What about one it, of the... But, what about... And this might be a harder... What about one of the GTA games? GTA, GTA 1 or 2? GTA 1. The old, like, top-down Old top-down yeah. GTA games. Oh. So few people know what those are, I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I think just as far as people would see them and not know what the hell they were. And they'd play it for 20 minutes and wish they never had played it in the first place. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> mean it won't be on there. <laughs> of course, you could say that about a lot of games I like, too. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a good possibility. What about uh, Medal of Honor started off on that, on the we, PS1? It was the we first... don't have any shooters on there yet. The... Yeah. PS1 wasn't exactly swimming in shooters, though. It, yeah, it's because they originally shipped without a, an analog stick, so they yeah. couldn't assume anybody had them. Legacy of Kane, remember that? Yeah. Yeah, Legacy of Kane was a pretty big seller. The f I, I had it. I don't even remember if I liked it or not. I just remember I had it. <laughs> I owned it. I just know I owned it. Wait, do we have any fighting games on there? Oh, we don't. Other than well, Tekken. Tekken, the one that they already announced. Ooh, I can see matters. them putting another fighting game on there to Could have you? more than one fighter. What of would it be? What oh, what about be? Pepsi Man? We completely forgot about <laughs> Pepsi Man. <laughs> I don't if know. If they were going to do another fighting game. You know what, guys? Game. Shut it down. Go home. Pep Pepsi Man 20 times. <laughs> uh, Pepsi Man. As long as it's uh, Pepsi Max Man. Um, what? If we were going to do a fighting game, what would it be, hypothetically? Just for, Let's play the devil's advocate here. Mm. Honestly, for me, it would be Tekken 3 that's already there. Yeah, that's like that's that's kind of where I fall on that. Mm. Fish, you brought it up. You better have something here in the chamber. Uh, pocket Fighters. The fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, street Fighter characters, but chibi size. I'm just pretty much. This is, I think what you meant to say was WCW Nitro. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. It's pronounced wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, Crash Bash. Of course, everybody loves Crash Bash. You know, I I just have a feeling there's some that like I would almost see them s sneaking on here, but I just don't think I'll convince you. Like. Like Legend of Dragoon, <laughs> I just feel like Sony might pull their dick out and be like, "Ah, it's a Sony game." No, no one appreciated it at the Listen, time. Listen, man, I'm starting to feel pretty strongly about Ape Escape. Well, I put Ape Escape on there as a temporary, um, okay? Because I feel like they're gonna try and shove that down our throats. So let's see. It's a good game. They don't need to shove it down my throat. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Okay, so we just need. One more temporary game, and then I want to go through some of the listeners' things and then see if they change our mind on some that we haven't mentioned. Um, for the last temporary slot, what do you guys... What? Cuber. <laughs> Mr. Domino. I, I'm going to vote Pepsi Man again. Uh, Siphon Filter. Do we have anybody voting for Siphon Filter? And Gabe Logan, um, the man with two first I'll, names. I'll we don't have enough him. sports games on there either. I mean, oh yeah, they didn't put oh, these... Mega Man NFL. Legends, NFL Hot Blitz, Hot Shots Golf, Mega well, Man. Legends. Oh, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Like Hot Shots is the only golf game we have on there, only sports game. I could see did the play SN, another... did 
Was it, there wasn't any uh, sports games on the SNES Classic, though, were there? I'm trying to think for comparison if that's unlikely. I'm sure they put one of the Madden games on there. Or just whatever they were. Just to hammer in more of what's already there. Um, Vandal Hearts. Alright, so while we debate, because this is fun. I I'm feel like the original in... Xenogears is more likely, but... Yeah, that's, that's oh, Xenogears, that was... Uh, but that's that's so niche, there's no yeah, way that would Yeah, it's still a it fairly on. niche series. God, I mean, I it has that its cult too. following, but yeah, I could see, I... Yeah. Ugh, I love that game so much. At least I remember loving it, and then it got really hard. Well, let's bring our listeners into the conversation. Every Thursday at Swordchomp on Instagram, we have a question of the week. And this week, I wanted to know what people's deal-breaker games were. Basically what they wanted to see on the PlayStation Classic more than anything. So I'm just going to run through some of these while you guys are throwing shit out there too. While we're pondering this last slot or two. Pondering our slots. Bushido Blade? Mm, yeah, that was a good one too. Also mm-hmm. thinking... Uh, what was the one with the Final S- Fantasy characters? Inhonder Super- or something? Ergus, God bless the ring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, this w- Super Puzzle Fighter 2. Was there any really notorious puzzle games on the PlayStation? I mean, there's a version of Tetris like there is on everything, but yeah, if I had to really. pick a puzzle game on the PlayStation, it would be Super Puzzle Fighter. I don't, I, I I don't really like some, think yeah. they were really innovating as far as puzzle games went. Definitely not time. innovating. Like, yeah. So, on our Instagram, there's a lot of love for Siphon Filter. Um, pe- people are saying Tumba, and I'm just wondering if I'm—is it me that I'm not sold on Tumba? Tumba's is- fine. It's not something that jumps out as me as like something that means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. But people, people like Tumba. I, I kind of could see it. See Resident Evil, Xenogears, uh, Twisted Metal Two. We already got that. Resident Evil Two, got that on there. Um, Headquarters said the price is a deal breaker for him. That's almost a conversation for. Another day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hundred dollars is a little steep. Yeah, I guess. it is a bit steep unless they get some big, big games for everything they haven't announced yet. Yeah, hmm. like it's going to have to have pretty much everything that was one of the deal breakers for us <laughs> for it to be worth but, it. Like it's just, it is, it is, it is. But it's pretty so expensive for. I know it's weird, actually. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait till we, I found this thing today that made me laugh when we were talking about this. Um, a lot of Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Medieval. It's Medieval, right? Yeah, right. yeah Medieval, whatever. Yeah. Uh, poor Kyle literally said Thousand Arms. That'll never happen. That was like a weird old RPG dating sim kind of thing. Yeah. Um, hmm. I actually own, I think I own that game. Don't see that happening. Bushido Blade, Long Shot. Yeah. Uh, corn <laughs> space said honestly, I can build my own. I can build the whole package myself, so that's the deal breaker. Um, <laughs> I would say bloody roar though if I could, which is funny because we were talking about bloody roar earlier. Yeah. <sighs> I'd Metal love Gear. to see Vibribbon on there. I really don't think that's likely. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> what is it called? Vib what? Vibribbon. Oh. It was like a, it, one of the rhythm games, it's, it's kind of the spiritual six, or like, 
it's kind of what the runner games, the bit trip runner games were mm-hmm. based off of just years and years after the fact, because they didn't spawn anything whenever the game originally came out. Um, but it was just a really neat, uh, um, like rhythm runner. Let me see tactics, twisted metal, Metal Gear Solid, Crash and Spyro. Of course, a lot of these we went through. A lot of people say Metal Gear Solid. That's of course that was the first thing that made our list. Mm-hmm. Somebody, uh, Goof Poop said, "Give me Parappa or give me Death." Wow, that's a it's a hard bargain there. <laughs> I think we get per- like I think the two you, you're, that are in competition there, Parappa and Umjammer Lammy, and I think it's obvious we get Parappa. Yeah. Yeah. Although Britney Spears dance beat, pretty good, guys. <laughs> the, but the licensing is a nightmare. <laughs> because, uh, you know, you have to talk to somebody that represents Britney Spears. Uh, all right. Milkshakes coming in there with the hate. For some reason, despite being a Sony fanboy, I could not give a shit about the announcement. Well, how dare you? Uh, Hakuna Matata, good friend, said Grand Theft Auto. We were talking about that. Give a chance to show a lot of new school gamers what old school GTA was mm-hmm. like. Uh... That's tough. Uh, good friend Sector 7 said Parasite Eve. We hadn't mentioned that one That would one be at a all, fun but... one. That's kind of its own thing. That's. I that's... think it'd be a fun one, but I don't see it happening, to be no, honest. But, yeah, that was a cool It was very much like Vagrant Story. Yeah, they so. kind of used a similar combat style to it. I think that's, yeah, I think that's less likely because it's almost a horror game and then almost an RPG, and we've already got so many of those on there that... I yeah. Unless they wanted to put it out there just because it's so like it was on so many demo discs that they're really pushing that game. Yeah, that yeah. they may put it on there just because people will have memories of playing the demo disc and I don't think anyone ever actually played the game itself, but everyone has played the demo of it. This guy did. Yeah. So people may finally want to play that whole game after only seeing the demo disc. For their entire childhood. I don't know how these people are hating on the PS1 not aging well. Like, Dopenez said it didn't age well. That's a deal breaker. I mean, that's... The point is not about it aging. The point is the nostalgia. You know, it's... Yeah. You know, the it's... PS1 I also think had some issues, though. That, this era of game yeah. has, a, has a hard time of aging well. But I think we're at that point where we kind of, like, look at the weird polygons and be like, Hey, remember that? Like, Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like the people that were going to spend $100 on a classic PlayStation are those kind of people. They're going to be like, hey, look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I buy the whole system for Chrono Cross. That's what Yee Boy says. Me too. That's not true, actually. I sold Chrono Cross recently, but I love that game. No comment. Uh, <laughs> kind of makes me feel good about selling a lot of my old classic PlayStation games to save up for uh, Xbox One X because... This would just combine a lot of them together if they pull it off. <laughs> like, all right. Um, Legend of Dragoon. Uh, let's see. A lot of people said they still have their old PS1 games. It's like, well. Uh, a lot of Legend of Dragoon love here. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Dragon Ball Final Bout. No, there's no way. I don't think. Oh, Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. Uh, I'm going to throw out you know, some shade here. That's a bad game. <laughs> I'm going to throw out some deeper Sorry, shade. Pedro Stiff. <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighter Z is the only good Dragon Ball game. Ooh, well, it's Ooh. probably accurate. Yeah, the only um, good Dragon Ball fighting game. Those Legacy of Goku games for the GBA are all right. Uh, so a lot of somebody said they have Vandal Hearts, Grandia, Chrono Cross. Uh, a lot of people are saying Chrono Cross, guys. 
Symphony of the Night. Destruction Derby. I don't even remember that game. Legend of Dragoon. There's a lot of Legend of Dragoon and Chrono Cross love here. Those are like the two battling it out. It's so weird how everybody's spelling Sukoden wrong. <laughs> I haven't seen Sukoden yet. I'm so sorry. Well, you know. Somebody here. The original Persona? Somebody who's not me better have come. <laughs> I can see Persona 2, actually. Um, because we did not get that first... Uh, no, no, we did. The PS1 version of Persona is such a weird change. They literally changed a character's ethnicity. Hmm. Yeah, that is weird. Do you, When you guys look at our list, does not having an analog stick change your opinion of any of your choices? Hmm. What? It's have you shipping. seen the, the controller doesn't have a dual stick? They've confirmed that that is not analog capable? No. No, they have not confirmed that, but I'm just assuming from the picture that... Because if it doesn't have an analog stick, then we're definitely not getting Ape Escape. literally requires it. Yeah. Ooh. Well, it's just weird that they're coming out and they're showing us the, you know, that preview of it. But yeah, it's the original controller. I mean, that's kind of why I was... Yeah. I completely Ooh. forgot about that, but you guys are right. Looks like Ape Escape might be getting the uh, shaft. You know what game would be That's good such a without weird an analog choice. stick? I don't Diablo. Know. I don't know why they would choose that. That's such a weird choice. Diablo, Diablo. Yeah. coming soon to Netflix? Uh, what? what? Have you not seen this like, news today? Coming a Diablo later this Netflix year. series? Diablo mm -hmm. the animated series coming to Netflix. Yep. How are they going to show the loop? Possibly <laughs> later this year. <laughs> yeah, that could be cool in a sense, but like in another I think sense, Castlevania yeah. was great, so like, yeah. <sighs> it was alright. I enjoyed it. I, I don't like... think it went anywhere. Like, it, well, it was they, really they... good world building, and then they just didn't well, tell a story. Thing. It was what, four episodes? Yeah. They were very much testing the waters for, mm -hmm. like, I would consider that, like, the, is this going to work? And they're like, okay, it's going to work. Let's do it for real. Yeah. I'm yeah. let you guys in on a secret. I like the anime. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it was yeah, good. Okay. I just didn't really feel like, yeah. I enjoyed the, the groundwork it laid. I'm excited yes. to see where it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, how about, um, here, I got a plan. I want to let you and Rich, I, I, have, I have to run for just a second. Jo we're going to put a, a pin on this, okay? Josh and Rich, discuss Spider-Man for a couple minutes. I'll be right back. Hmm. So Spider-Man, <laughs> that's pretty good. Is, is he, pretty is good he talking about the new one, or were we talking about uh, PS1 Spider-Man? We're talking about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. Oh. And uh, the Neversoft game for the PlayStation 1. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have cleaned up Spider-Man, I have platinumed it, and I fucking like that game. Alright. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm, what, I think like 90% done was the last stat I saw. On Do the a little district cleanup? District cleanup, and I wish I had done more before the prison breakout because the world kind of sucks afterwards. It just turns into Arkham Knight as far as... Well, if you yeah. finish up the story, it cleans itself up again, but it leaves like those prisoner bases if you haven't done those already. Yeah. Yeah, I may need to do that. It's just... I say finish it up because yeah. that's what I did, and then I cleaned up the districts afterwards. Yeah, I may have to do that, because the city's just not fun to move around in during that 
you know, everyone's yeah, just randomly shooting at you. It just it feels it feels very way much... too much. I mean, like, and, and I enjoyed Arkham Knight, but it that's not the tone I want from Spider Man. Exactly, exactly. It's just not. It's it's just so bizarre. Like it feels so Batman that whenever it happens, I'm like, okay, well, like this just doesn't feel right anymore. I, I initially thought, and I guess I'll say like minor spoilers here for the end of Spider Man. I initially thought when that all happened that like they were gonna split it up in a weirder way than they did, and there's like mm. sort of two big boss fights that happen. But I thought they were gonna all of a sudden go like, okay, now Electro controls this district and the Vulture controls this district, mm-hmm. like. I thought we were getting that, and I'm like, that's going to be a weird back half to this game. Yeah. They didn't, didn't drag it out that long? Okay, that's good to know. What they do is essentially two large-scale boss fights where, like, they kind of have them working together more so. Like, Electro and Vulture are both taking to the sky, so you fight them at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And that it, makes... It, and it, it works in, like, a fun way where you're dodging one while you're trying to, like, pummel the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, they sort of turn, in a way, I guess, to make him a more competent villain, which I think is a smart move. They sort of turn the scorpion into Scarecrow. Huh. His stinger has, like, hallucinogenic yeah. toxin in it. Okay. And it kind of works. Okay. I'll go with it for now. It's a, it's a weird sequence, but it's it's kind of a cool sequence. Like, 100%, I was like, they watched those Scarecrow sequences from Arkham, yeah. and we're like, we're gonna, we're gonna do that. Like, like, here are chunks of the, chunks of a level floating through mist. Like, I, I assume it's, it's that, because it's that it's, in every video game. It's like rooftops submerged in poison. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. While, you know, while he's in your head being like, man, oh, Spider-Man, and I'm like, uh, yeah, like, you, you, you played Arkham, we get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, I was like, congratulations, was a... you noticed a thing. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man's real good, though. Yeah. Um, I will, I will say the back half of that story is not exceptional storytelling. I told you, it gets real weird. <laughs> I agree with you on that, and I, I, uh, it gets real weird, and, but I, I think the majority of it is such surprisingly good storytelling for a superhero game yeah. um, that I was, like, very much down with it. And I'm very much down for more of this, and I, yeah. I think we all know we're getting five more of these. Yeah. Like, uh, mm. So. I don't know. Like, I would not have called this going into it. This may be the best MJ has ever been. Oh, yeah. They made her character it's not. It's so kind of- good. They yeah. so they throw her. away the damsel in distress and it's, make her like yeah. compelling. She fucking yeah. rocks in this Spider-Man game. Like it's I also think really good writing. I'm really down for the idea of, and you know this is right up Marvel's alley. And if they want to partner with Sony to do it, I don't see why not. They're loving their movie cinematic universe. I'd love for them to do other heroes in the same universe in games. Hmm. Yeah, I mean they well, kind of I mean, already went with that. I mean like the opening was starting with just one of the generic. Marvel villains, um, yeah, with um, Fisk, who's yeah. really more he's, he's more associated with Daredevil than Spider Man half the time. He's a, because of the animated series, he very much is associated with Spider Man. Yeah, but, but I I could see them, you know, leaning that into other stuff like you said. Yeah, like I think yeah. Daredevil would play great here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would actually behoove Sony, especially since they held him back in this game. Yeah, 
uh, to do a Venom game set in this same universe. Yeah, I mean, really, they had references to literally every other property in this, so yes. they could do whatever they wanted from this point on. Not not having everything Venom was except weird, too. the X Men and and uh, the Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, thank yeah. God. Yeah. Well, um, yes. Actually, you know what's funny? You say not having Venom. I think not having Venom is a really smart decision. Yeah. Uh, because that's a very iconic Spider-Man story, and I think if you're gonna tell it, it should take the spotlight. It should kind of be its own thing, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why was I think it? I'm it's, surprised it wasn't oh, the spotlight. Oh, I, I think it's in the canon for a sequel. I think that's I why. Know. I just think the main character, the main villain, like, the first act is, like, just kind of lame, that Martin Lee dude, and then... It's, like, uh... I, I don't... I wouldn't even go with lame, just because I like the idea that they used a lesser-known Spider-Man villain, also as more of, like, a red herring. Yeah. Um... And they made him very sympathetic. And I think it's very clear immediately when you meet that character. Like, okay, you're the bad guy. Like, I get it already. But it's one of those wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The audience sees it. The characters don't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, him as a character, well voice acted. Like you said, very sympathetic. Like, they're, him and Peter Parker are basically friends. Uh, you know what I mean? To a degree. Like, and they have similar, like, they have respect for each other. Um, but. I mean, that's even true of the real uh, final villain mm-hmm. yes well of course yes yes he is the main one that it's all about but i guess it's just it was surprising to me because like his, when he actually turns into mr negative or whatever i just i guess i don't really quite understand what his deal is like i understand doc doc dr octopus he's a guy with giant fucking octopus I'll, arms i'll tell you this name. much if you really search around his office and read all these materials and listen to all these audio diaries that are sitting there you will 100 percent get what his deal is there is, like, some real, like, emergent subtextual storytelling in there. So Along with his relationship to Norman Osborn, his relationship to Octavius. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. If I, but if I don't dig for it, he's just a guy that turns white, and I'm just like, I don't understand. And you know so. what? If you're someone who's not going to dig for it, I think you're playing a superhero game, and that's all you need. That's not all I need, Rich. I need... I, I, I guess... What I'm saying is, it, maybe there is subtext there. I just felt like he wasn't the most interesting character for that act. But uh, he was I agree well, with that. He was well realized, I guess. It's fun. Y- you it, have to dig. I don't know. To I really still see the yeah. Like, notes. I still feel like they were trying to put all the focus on Spider-Man this time. Like, which is also, I think, having a Spider-Man that is not like. Thank God it wasn't an origin story. I like having this. Yeah. I if Peter Parker has been Spider-Man for eight years. Characters like. Scorpion, Rhino, Electro, Vulture. These are people he's been dealing with on the regular since he's put on the mask. And so when mm-hmm. you're fighting those characters, there's this history there and it feels natural, like the quips and everything. Yeah. Like beating the crap out of Shocker because at this point to Peter Parker, he's just this joke of a villain he has to deal with on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with most of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound negative because I actually really enjoyed the game, but I think. The part that broke me, I, I prematurely abandoned in frustration. I don't think I was as close to the end as I thought I was, which is something I didn't have a time to talk about in the last podcast, because I I thought the game just had, like, two really... I don't know. So I'm, like, I've got, like, two missions past the prison break, and that's kind of where I... You're near the end. Was I? Okay, okay. Yeah. So the thing that happened to me was twofold, The prison though. break is the, is the final act. Is it? Okay, that is the final yeah, act. Yeah, you just kind of clean okay. that up and... You've, you've got essentially like you've got like three big boss fights coming and those are like the, the clean up the city sort of thing okay well and the thing that I fucked myself on and I'm kind of torn on and I want to see what you guys think about this is so you know how you get your suit abilities right and they're extremely helpful 
Um, yes. To up to get those abilities, you have to do the side quest to unlock the tokens, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the way I fucked myself over was I the game was pretty easy. So I did. I didn't really dig. I thought all that stuff was more like fun, optional. Hey, do you want to get this suit ability thing? And I think it is. Yeah. Well, but I got to the end, like past the prison break, and I was just getting my ass kicked. And I and I realized the that suit I didn't abilities have... are all basically the same. If you've locked unlocked a suit ability, you're You'll as powerful as you're going to be. And also, but maybe wasn't it's... there like three slots where you can put like three different? Yes, you, you can put. There's there's one Those major cost suit. Basically, mod. nothing like. Actually, I think those are a separate you, thing. Yeah, I think they give you three of them to begin with. That's what, what you're talking ta- about, though. What yeah. you're talking about are their suit abilities, which you equip one of, and then their oh. suit mods. Those, the mods. I'm talking about the mods, which are a separate thing you buy, which cost next to nothing, like Josh said. Yeah, but do they? But they cost tokens, and they're right? still like, not power ups. Like if you have three equipped, any well, other I, three you like, equip will was not like change health, your power was like, They're more like obtuse really? things that kind of help you with challenges, like. One of the ones I used a lot, like, during the bases and stuff was, like, your webbing now generates the combo multiplier. So, like, just shooting someone with webbing will to, make like, the combo, combo multiplier go up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and maybe, then, uh, I don't yeah, know. Like, maybe, generally, maybe I have utility stuff put in there as well. Like, keep your combo up. And one of them is basically always find hidden picture locations. Yeah. Like. That's the last one you get at the end. Yeah. Towards the end of the game. Also, I mean, I only used one actual suit mod towards the end. Once I unlocked the Iron Spider, I put on the, the tendrils, and then I wore the main costume because it was the closest I could get to looking like Superior Spider-Man. <laughs> Superior. Oh, is that the, uh, the, the, Tony, the one from the Infinity War film with the weird claws on it? Uh, well, that's what I used the suit power from. Superior Spider-Man is from a, a recent comic book arc in which Dr. Octopus... Uh, inserts his brain into Peter Parker's body and becomes the Superior Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? That's that's one of the best yeah, the arcs get real in weird. decades, it's... and they're bringing it back. Yeah, that was such a yeah that one, that whole one because basically they've done a whole Spider Verse thing with like all the different incarnations, incarnations of, of it, like different different characters got bitten, stuff like that, and like the arc he was talking about was one where essentially let's go ahead and spoil it since we're kind of already yeah. already went there but essentially Spider-Man dies trying to save Doc Ock because you know they were originally friends to begin with mm-hmm. and in order you know for him to kind of have be have a redemption story thing going on there he becomes Spider-Man yeah, he he essentially taps his mind into Peter Parker's body, but the, the idea yeah. as the series goes on, they sort of reveal to you that Peter Parker is still sort of in there with him, mm-hmm. and his oh, like mo- his moral compass is sort of affecting Ock, and so he he essentially becomes more of an antihero. Like he's a Spider-Man who's not afraid to get lethal. He makes a million advancements to the suits, including like tendrils. He he makes uh like drones. He has yeah. this thing to protect his brain. Uh, from being infected, you know, the thing that got Peter Parker in this situation in the first place. But uh, at the end of that arc, as long as we're getting into spoilers, because they're going to be doing a second one, um, Ock essentially relinquishes the body, puts his brain into a Peter Parker clone, and Peter throws away all these advancements because he's a moron. Uh, <laughs> including the one that protects him from the thing that just happened. And uh, Octavius takes on the moniker of the Superior Octopus. Wow. 
That's a that's a lot. That's a mouthful there. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 quite the name. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, so so in that way, if they're both in the head of the new Spider-Man, then they can both have sex with Mary Jane. Uh, totally. <laughs> no, uh, Ock actually gets his own girlfriend while he's in Peter Parker's body. Oh well, also Peter gets to benefit from that, unless Doc is going after some old ladies, in which case, poor Peter. No, he's dating a college. <laughs> he's dating a college student. Wow. All right. Well, now, now I'm interested again. Um, I want to see what they do with the Black Cat DLC too, because uh, I there's was, a setup there. Mm-hmm. If you did mm-hmm. that side mission, I mean all of them. I did like eleven of the thirteen or whatever. That was one of the ones. And again, I think another reason I engage with all the side stuff in this game is the way they spread it out. Is they're kind of like here's a new side mission, and honestly, if you want to. Most of them are a thing you could finish in a half an hour once they're given to you. Yeah. So I would just get them. I would clear it out, go on to the next story thing. I'd do two more story missions. They'd give me a new side activity, and that would take up my focus again. Yeah. I wish I felt that way. I did. I mean, it's it was really bad. good at parsing just, stuff out. It was just fine. It was just busy work. And yeah, not as good. I think if the city was more interesting, the busy work would have been more fun for me. Like, it's just a city. It's and I just... agree with you. I, I think the movement was more like felt so good to me like i hardly touched the fast travel yeah even if i had to go from one end of the city to the other because i just i occasionally fast traveled just so i could say i would and i fast traveled it to get the trophy oh i didn't even (laughs) notice there was a trophy there but yeah it's the fast travel is actually just really good it's odd scenes are great it's hilarious like just spider-man on on the subway just like checking his email. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's well how do you how do you make fast travel enjoyable? Like I, I, I that was yeah. Because of <laughs> of course that's what it would be. It's so great. Yeah. Just Spider-Man casually hanging out on the subway. Yeah, some guy falling asleep on him. <laughs> invading his personal I like the space. One, the one with the guy with the, like the boom box and he's just like nodding along with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that's that's one of the things I did like about the as critical as I've been of the story itself, especially toward the end, uh, mostly the last act of the story. I, the, I, I would agree. If if it's weak anywhere, it falls apart in the final act. It, it just becomes kind of generic and like overburdened. Yeah, yeah. But, and um, I think the ending does some good stuff to sort of set up for where this universe is going, which makes me very excited about what the next game in this PlayStation Spider Verse is. I need yeah. to finish it, I, but I feel like I'm just finishing it to finish it at that point. But that's fine too. It happens. You know, so I just finish it to finish. I'm so close. I just feel like I need to fucking do it. I need to see it through. But no, what I was going to say was there's that scene where like he's talking to his girlfriend or Mary Jane and whatever they are at the time. It's kind of nebulous. And he's like having like the normal conversation you'd have maybe with a girl that you were having issues with. Like maybe in your house, you'd be walking around your living room, cooking some dinner, texting, you know, letting the dogs out whatever it's like part of your life texting back and forth he's like hanging off a building flying over like his day-to-day mundane sort of things he does are different because he's spider-man but but i'm glad you're on that actually because can we also note there are two takes of every voice line in that game one for if you're just standing still on the ground somewhere and one for if you're like in combat or like webbing through the air where there's like a nonchalant just delivery, and then there's a strained like clearly I'm in the middle of something delivery. Yeah, for like yeah. every line, which is it's yeah insane. I need to go play Arkham Knight and just see how they compare, like the two pinnacles of the superhero genre games, yeah. and just see. 
like which one I enjoy more. I think it's unsurprising that at this point the two like pinnacles of superhero games are Batman and Spider Man. Like that feels right to me. Yeah. Yeah. I all I know is I'm gonna be when I, if in my dream world it would have been like a love triangle between Black Cat and Mary Jane and Venom and all. You know, I'm just saying. But, uh... I think the point is I think there's potential for stuff like that because. This is a world where we know he has that history with uh, Felicia and Mary Jane and all this stuff. Like, I, yeah, I think there's room to see stuff like that play out in future games or in expansions and stuff like that. Also, yeah. we know Mysterio exists in this world, so there's limitless <laughs> potential because Mysterio cannot be stopped. Hmm. He's actually rumored to be the sequel in Spider-Man Homecoming 2, or which I, I won't be called that probably. Um, uh, it's called Spider-Man Far From Home. Is it? Um, yes. That was one I, the hope, polls. I hope it's Mysterio. One of the polls I did on our Instagram page of Good Tiny Interject, it was just, which surprised me because me and Josh talk about this a lot, was best Spider-Man film, and it was between Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man Homecoming, and mm-hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming whacks the floor with Spider-Man 2, us old men, <laughs> and our Spider-Mans. It was like oh, 70-30. I mean, it was crazy. Um, I think Homecoming why? is, I actually agree with that poll. I think it's the well, Spider-Man 2, I would agree, like, especially at the time, is like a pinnacle in film in general. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is like the best adaptation of the comic book character Spider-Man to film. Powerful words. Yeah. Powerful words. Yeah, they're both... I think 2 is probably the best of the original trilogy. Oh, yeah. oh well, that's well. easy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> as undoubtedly as 3 is the worst. Yeah. 3 is yes. cancer. Oh my goodness, yes. Because I don't think that's even in the conversation at that no. point. It's one or two. Which they're, one do you like more? They they only made what did I say? Trilogy. There's only two original Spider-Man movies. Um, yeah, that third that third <laughs> one was like some kind of fan YouTube project. Yeah, yeah. They I put always do that. Grace just, Venom. Everything I mean, else was on. a trilogy at that time, so I just assumed it was a yeah. There's all, there are only two. Sam Raimi Spider-Man <laughs> movies. You're telling me a casting director was casting Eddie Brock, and he was like, "Get Topher Grace in here." <laughs> no, you're the. The saddest thing about that movie is that it has... Was he up late binging that 70s show? <laughs> you know what? If You never know. I've seen Jim Carrey do some crazy shit. Like, sometimes actors surprise you, but yeah, in this case, it was not a good performance. But that's the weird thing. It had Venom and a blonde Gwen Stacy, played by Bryce Dallas Howard, and that would have been right up my alley, and I fucking hate that movie. It's so bad. But the the <laughs> point of this conversation, yes, that's I'm surprised. Surprised the... Everyone, is it? Do you think it's just because Spider Man Two is kind of the old man movie now? Yeah, it's been a while. I think it's for me because they haven't seen your movie, Grandpa. Like, (laughs) yeah. Oh my God, isn't that disturbing? We're definitely like, if I try to make that case, I'm afraid of like my nephew or something. Like, (laughs) I haven't even seen that movie, old man. Uh (laughs) Why are you drunk at 11 a.m.? God, I will say this about Homecoming because I, I do really like it. Though oh, initially great. I was turned off because it doesn't really have an intro in that Spider-Man. Oh, that's the just... best part about it. Hmm. No, I'm not, so no, sick of origin no, stories. No, 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 no. I'm not. I like because <laughs> I mean you're wrong. Because, because it's a whole new Spider-Man, so I'm just like, what the hell? Like he's just if Spider-Man. You don't, if you don't know how Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man at this point, there's no helping you. But I like. I could watch a whole Granted, series just about yeah. him. If I. If I have to see Batman's parents get shot one more oh, time, I'm gonna shoot myself. They but put that in every as... fucking Batman movie. Like they put it in all three of the trilogy recently. Like, yeah. Why? Why put it in all three of but, them? But, but like look, we saw that's... it the first two times. Why but is it in here again? 
But we Peter, know what happened. Everyone knows what happened. But Peter Parker's thing is just a little more interesting to me because he's like, however he came into but contact with the spider. Easily, what they did it in the Sam Raimi one because they changed iconic. how it worked. Like, they didn't do yeah. the same thing as in the comics, so they had to show it there. And, and they did a good job of it as far as the story they were trying to tell. I think just throwing it in going, this kid is Spider-Man. You know how Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man. We don't even need to see Uncle Ben mm-hmm. because but, with but great power comes great resp- We get it, okay? But it's not just that. It's also like a continuation of the Avengers. So the beginning, if you haven't seen the Avengers, they're like cleaning up the broken... It's it's weird. There's uh, okay, like, well, that's that's at, at, at like the heart of it. You're, then you're just complaining about it being part of the MCU. Yeah. No, no I'm right. not. The, I'm just saying, I'm, as someone who's not familiar with that universe, I came in to watch it and I was Someone sort of who watches like, all those movies constantly. <sighs> Yeah. It's almost like you're too close. The, you're too close, Rich. I, I yeah. know, I'm too close. I get it. But there's also a thing as being too far. Like I think those there's a little bit of both. Wa- yeah. That went out and sort of assigned people to review, say, like Avengers: Infinity War, who've never seen another MCU movie, and be like, they just expected me to know all this shit. It's like, well, fucking yeah. Yeah, but it's I'm like, not. Th- uh, it's but I'm the not literal twentieth yeah. sequel to a series of I, films. I know, but I'm not that far from it. Like I watched all the Spider-Man movies. I'm a nerd. Like I get it. Like mm. I'm just saying, it was like it's a little strange to have the movie just kind of off and running, and 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 like even the villain who's played great by Michael Keaton, like his oh, he's he doesn't great. He doesn't he have a cool like awesome. he doesn't have a cool transformation backstory. He's just oh no, I, I built this crazy thing and I. I flew. To, he's just the vulture. In the first five well, minutes no, of the film, he's I, I think he has this. That, that's. I think that's actually a great backstory. Being he salvaged this sort of like alien tech from the battle, the events of Avengers One, and he's essentially pissed off because Tony Stark's, uh, you know, company that's cleaning this all up essentially stole his, you know, high-paying job to clean up after all this crap. Wasn't and, the whales, those flying whale things in the first Avengers, wasn't that what they were cleaning up? Those yeah, the, they were cleaning up the, the debris from the Battle of New York with a Chitauri attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what he makes the vulture suit out of, is alien remnant fucking debris, which is kind of cool. No, but that, that is cool, but think about it. And, and generally, and I'm not trying to compare it to other things, in the first five minutes of this movie, he is just Vulture and you just have Spider-Man. There's no, like, him building a suit or why he wanted to build. He just, out of nowhere, Michael Keaton flies down in this giant Vulture suit. And you're like, okay, I guess he has someone who can build on this. It's just, like, it's just off and running in a way that made me feel like I almost missed. I, I get what you mean, but I think for me it was off and running in a way that I found refreshing. Like, in a way that made me go, like, I know who Spider-Man is. I know who the Vulture is. Just get to it. I think if you make it interesting, I think that's... Hey, look, I'm just saying, maybe I'm old school in that way. I just like a little foreplay, all right? You're sliding me right in. Just get to the main course. I actually don't like a lot of foreplay, so it's kind of counterintuitive. Yeah, so you're movie. not really helping your case here. <laughs> uh, but anyways, there's cool stuff in that movie. Zendaya is great. Um, Spider-Man's fun. Michael Keaton actually, as the... I can't ruin it for you guys, because I don't think you guys have seen it, but there's like a nice uh, twist with Michael Keaton... And uh, oh, that's such a great scene. You know, talk, yeah, yeah. It's when they're in the, when story. they're in the car, yeah. And and there's a really nice character development scene at the very very end of the film too. Um, but I'm hoping this. I actually saw rumors that it's gonna be Mysterio, whatever. What is, what's uh, his name? Rumors of Jake Gyllenhaal playing uh, Quentin Beck, aka Mysterio. Okay. What is Mysterio's deal? What is he? Um, there's a lot of different interpretations of him. The one I would expect him to do more so is that he is a a fucking joke in a lot of ways. Um, that he's essentially a special effects master. And oh, turn, weird. Turn okay. criminal. Like, a, a lot of the joke with Mysterio has always been, like, 
it's is all fucking pomp and circumstance and then oh, spider-man okay. finally gets to mysterio after all the trickery and it's like one punch and he's I'm, done well, that's gonna be a short movie um, how are they gonna make that interesting uh make it tough for him to get there i also yeah. think yeah. if you do mysterio someone is pulling his strings and maybe that's our first inkling of the sinister oh, six also to have tom holland and tom because uh, mysterio has been a member of the sinister six before Okay, now you're just saying crazy things. No one knows what the Sinister Six is. What are you Everybody talking about? The Sinister Six. Fish, what is the Sinister Six? No, I want Fish foes. to tell me they're the Sinister Six is. I don't know. I don't know. He's supposed to say it's in my pants, the Sinister Six. <laughs> the Sinister Six are an unholy alliance of Spider-Man's greatest foes. <laughs> the Sinister Six. I'm never going to forget about that now. <laughs> why, do you have, why are there six of them? <laughs> Daddy! Uh, Daddy! <laughs> why are there six? <laughs> Each inch is more sinister than God. the last. Why um, is it blue? <laughs> um, I, I think maybe the best way to say it is Spider-Man Homecoming might be more fun, uh, but Spider-Man 2 might just be a better film overall. Oh, uh, can we... I, I lost track. I would wanted to mention this. There's a great Spider-Man 2 nod in that Insomniac game. Uh, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the... the, the... The, the train, train sequence? sequence? Uh, it worked last time. Yeah, and he tries oh, to yeah, do yeah. that. <laughs> Where he holds the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they give you this great big quick time event, like, <laughs> like you're about to do the exact same thing you did and... It just immediately fails. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, well, that didn't work. That was, that's such a good nod. That, that, was, really is probably that was amazing. Uh, the most iconic scene from that film. Oh, uh, yeah. that was... Oh. Yeah, that, yeah was, it's, it's, that was great. I, I'm curious because and plus they can do some fun crossover stuff with Venom now. Tom Hardy and Tom Holland could potentially be facing uh, Well, on. yeah, and the thing was they said people were unsure about what all that meant. And apparently uh, whoever from Sony did say in an interview, the reason they didn't push for the R rating in Venom is because they do want Spidey and Venom to square off eventually. Hmm. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I think, a good thing, but, you know... We still have to see thing. what we have to see what happens with Venom. We still, I'm also Ven I'm cautiously optimistic for that film from based off what I've seen. Um, I, I have to turn know, the wind. God damn it! I I happen to know somebody who's <sighs> working closely with that studio, and they have they've told me some stuff that I think is cool. All okay. right, we'll see. Maybe I'm still trying to convince. Uh, maybe then when Josh and Fish come up here for my wedding, if I wait a couple weeks, we could potentially watch it in theaters together and just I'll <laughs> I'll give each other hand jobs in the theater. So well, yeah, nat more. naturally. And just as, just as they come, just yell, We are Venom! <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll each take a word. I'll go, we, and then Fish goes, R, and then Josh goes, Venom! <laughs> uh, you know, that, I'll get a hold of that Sinister Six one way or another. But, um, you know, it's... <laughs> It's so unclear on why there are six of them. No, that's six inches. It's, you know, each oh. inch, each I inch. Was, was, I, what I the fuck are you thinking? I don't understand. I thought there were six testicles. No, no. Six. Oh my goodness. That's six. Too many. That's, that's too many. That's just. That's just ten. That's that's. He goes, come on, guys. That's three on, too guys. many. You're only supposed to have four. <laughs> Um, and there's a really fun caption <laughs> contest I have running on the Instagram right now that people should go check out, where basically it's a really not, it's a gross picture of uh, Tobey Maguire, and I edited it a little bit, um, for good fun, so, uh, <laughs> oh man, let's just say that, that face says a lot, a lot can be said in that face, but you know what, the people have spoken, Spider-Man Homecoming is, uh, 
the, the choice. So it's, it's people know what they're saying. It's an intro away from being a great movie. I'll just say that. Maybe a flashback sequence. You gotta watch it, Josh, and then we can talk about it. Yeah. I happened to notice that your, uh, your, your villain combat section didn't have anything for Craven the Hunter, which I feel is a travesty. I don't even know who that is, so. Um, I'm gonna recommend to you a, a comic you can pick up probably for cheap that you should read that will tell you everything you need to know about who Craven the Hunter is. Okay. Uh, is a Spider-Man comic entitled Craven's Last Hunt. Okay. Well, um, speaking of great uh, Spider-Man games, Spider-Man on the PlayStation, Spider-Man 2, that was a great game. It's a Neversoft uh, joint. To segue us back to finishing our PlayStation, uh, that, was a, that was like a radio trick. We just talked mm -hmm. about something else to fill a hole. It's crazy. Uh, I know. But, uh, okay, so let's, let's round this thing up. Uh, <laughs> we're committing to our list of the other 15 games, okay? This is it. We're committing, all right? Okay. We have, and I'm going to make it easier for us. We have... We're taking Ape Escape off because of the joystick issue? Yeah. Okay, we're pretending because, sadly, there's no joysticks. <clears throat> Seems like a weird decision. Yeah, D-pads are not comfortable on the fingers. What? Medi medieval, Symphony of the Night, Hot Shots Golf, Twisted Metal, a Twisted Metal game, a Cool Borders game, a Wipeout game, a Gran Turismo game, a Crash game, a Spyro game, a Tomb Raider game, a Resident Evil game, Parappa the Rapper, and Metal Gear Solid, which leaves us with two more choices. I'm voting for Final Fantasy Tactics as a potential sleeper. I'll second that. Yeah, I can see that on there. Mm-hmm. So this is it, guys, the last slot. And Fish, you know how much I love you filling my slots. What do you think? Fill his sopping slot. <laughs> wow. I like the adjective there. Thank you. <laughs> What's it gonna be? Let's see. Doom, 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 doom. Uh, I don't know. Great don't choice. Know. I love your conviction. Thank you. Yeah, don't but, leave that up to me. What if we threw? If we were to throw one more, because there's a lot of people voting for RPGs on there, and we have Wild Arms and Final Fantasy VII. If you guys were to vote on one more like large scale RPG of the ones we've talked about, what would you lean toward? It's a code in two. God. Rich, you're in suffering. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, okay. No, if, from one of the ones the uh, others others threw out there. Yeah, uh, I would probably lean to Chrono Cross. I think that's likely enough. I don't. We don't have a lot of conviction on this last slot. <laughs> we yeah. don't have. Oh. I hate it when there's no conviction on the slot. Yeah, mm. we really need more conviction on the slots. Man, I I could lean, I could lean Chrono Cross too. I would say, <sighs> it's tough Seems because I'm looking here and there's Frogger that sold four. I'm just kidding. Frogger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sword. looking at this port what of Tony Tetris. Hawk? What if we just went with Tony Hawk and just said, Yeah, I mean, I feel like some. Tony Hawk would be a great one to be on there. I just, I think it's a hard I, thing for them to I get, think, but I would, I. I think, it I think really it's hard cool. licensing-wise, yeah. but if, if we pretend like we're making our dream list and that licensing is not a like, was, problem, 
then yeah. Was the analog stick required for that one? Because I know it was really heavily used in later games. It was used a lot on the N64 Tony Hawk. Definitely not on the first one, if we're going with the first one. Because I was trying to remember what... I mean, I would have picked Pro Skater 2 if I had to pick one, but I feel like that's a little more analog. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying, again, now you have to take that into consideration for any of these games we're picking. Yeah. I mean, because the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, was Tony Hawk heavily relying on joystick? It's one of those things, like, thinking back, I, I feel like I it kind of had to be. It would make sense But the N64 for version, of course it was. Like, I bet you could play that game with a D-pad just fine. Honestly. Probably. Probably. And what about, does, does Tony Hawk get on there before Jet Moto? I think they're close, but yeah, I feel like Tony Hawk is just, it was such a huge thing. Like, it would be, granted, it would be a hard thing to get, but yeah, it's just. I think the music is the toughest part. Mm -hmm. All right, we're just going to have to move on from this. Fish, you get the deal breaker here. Jet Moto or Tony Hawk, and whatever you say, Fish, whatever comes out of your cute little lips is going Uh down. Yeah. Let us know, Fish. Just skull monkeys. Oh, skull monkeys! Huh. We're putting it on there. <laughs> Never skull heard monkeys of is going on there. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, go ahead and put Tony Hawk Pro Skater on there. Okay. Tony Hawk it is. So that'll finalize our list. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good list. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Medieval, Symphony of the Night, Hot Shots Golf, Twisted Metal, Cool Borders, Wipeout, Gran Turismo, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, Tomb Raider, Resident Evil, Parappa the Rapper, Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy Tactics, and of course, the five games they've announced already, Tekken 3, Wild Arms, Final Fantasy 7, Jumping Flash, and Ridge Racer. Whew! All right. We'll see how close we can get. I'm curious to see. One thing I'm just actually curious to see is which games they pick. Um, like how we talked about, for the sake of time, we're just like, well, let's just say a Tomb Raider game. But I'm curious to see which games they actually pick in those. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of those were great series. Um, so, okay, well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, so the, but the deal breakers, comedically or not, I believe was Sukaden. Um, sorry, Siphon Filter, you got the shaft. <sighs> Sorry, Logan. Uh, Dino Crisis, which we'd love to see, but don't think it'll happen. And Josh, that was Josh. I'm sorry. I could would see you... Dino Crisis, just after. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, yeah. but it's on the short list. Twenty percent chance. Yeah. Um, Josh, what was your deal breaker again? I'm sorry. Oh no, yours was Symphony of the Night and Metal Gear Solid, right? I couldn't decide. It's it's got to be one of those. Okay. Like I feel well, like they both I think they're the both there. I feel like if either one is on there, like. If I, if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with Symphony of the Night, just because it's harder to get, you know, it's just harder to find. Yeah. Agreed. I think they're both both there. I'd be shocked if either one was missing. Yeah. Um, Minion and Rich played a lot of Tomb Raider this week. Josh, have you had a chance to delve into Tomb Raider yet, or have you been busy? I have it? not. I'm still finishing up, like, a dozen games right now, since everything's coming out at once, and that's... Next on my list, as soon as I, as soon as I knock out Spider Man, like I'm not worried about finishing everything, but I've got to finish Spider Man before I start. Fair. Yeah, Tomb Raider. So, 
Yeah, I didn't anticipate finishing it. I just ended up renting it, and then I was too close to the end. I was like, all right, well, fuck, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept it for my rental guy. I rent. I spent $5 on it for three days, and I didn't give it back for, like, seven days. Like a cheap bastard. <laughs> monster. Mm. Scared to see what that's uh, going to be. No, but, I mean, uh, so it's the completing, I guess, the trilogy for the Tomb Raider reboot. Um, I know you're close to the end, too, Rich. How, how are you feeling about it? I mean, this can be a discussion a little bit about the reboots as well, but... How are you feeling about it? I like the reboots in general. Um, I've been a fan. I don't know, man. Uh, it's more of that, which is fine. I, I kind of now, as I gear towards the end, I'm falling on feeling like Rise is the high point. Mm. Mm. Weird. What? Okay. Rise? Yeah. Well, yeah, I can see that. Rise had a couple. Maybe from a gameplay perspective. Yeah. I don't feel like this is doing anything that new. I don't like oh, as yeah. opposed to I think Rise like kind of figured out what that series was gonna be and did like its best with it. Uh and I don't feel like I'm as invested in the story as they want me to be. Yeah. I can see that, because they kept putting like Especially with Rise, they added in a bunch of, like, free DLC, like, leading up to this one and stuff. And I don't think I ever touched any of that. Yeah, I, I did. Oh. I, I actually played all of that, and it was so meh that, like, they keep pretending that Lara Croft is a character. And the closest she ever was was in the original, the first one of the of the. Trilogy. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think yeah. this version of Lara Croft is more of a character. Then what? Then what she originally was when these games were Which a thing. Which was not a character um, at all. Yeah, well, she was, yeah, well, she was like Mario. But, she was just, and, yeah. And, and, it, yeah, no, 100%. And the thing is, Shadow tries to all of a sudden put this high-stakes story on her, where, like, the big focal point is, like, maybe this is all your fault, and I just don't care. Yeah, I don't I think feel like I, they sell it. I don't think it's a bad game. I'll yeah. say I think mechanically it does think, what Rise did. I think the environments are beautiful, and it's just more of that. And if you want more of that, then there it is. And I think that that story note is an interesting thing to hit on, considering that basically all the Tomb Raider and Uncharted games, you're a fucking psychopath playing these games and so the whole maybe you're the baddie is is a nice enough it, sort of but i don't feel like they nail story. it yeah no they don't but it, it, you know the, i think the issue with the story is that it just gets real at first I actually was like eh, but it's not as bad i told josh i was like you know what there's only like two people it's just like laura and her friend and, and jonah yeah yeah and i was like you know what this isn't like the worst buddy buddy thing, but then it's just like they're wearing weird headdresses and they're weird people crawling. You know, it gets real. There's a lot of weird, weird, like, that story goes weird places in a way that, like, I also think Tomb Raider's sort of at its best when it feels more grand scope in the way Uncharted does, where it's more globe hopping. Mm-hmm. Like, now we need to go here for this. Mm. And this very much picks a setting and sticks with it. But see, that's what I liked about the reboot, was it was just on the island. And it didn't yeah, really well, jump I, around. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I, and I, I liked... They had the most co- cohesive it, world. Because it was small yeah, enough... Like, like, you could... You story could, that much. That, I'm sorry, it's the setting, rather. I, see, I feel like mm. I, get, I got very, like, drab on it, like, right away. And was like, are we going to go somewhere else? 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it needs to be know. one or the other. Like, I wouldn't mind levels, like, just going all over the place like Uncharted does, or having a small enough world that you can actually keep track of all of it in your mind. Because that was kind of one of my issues with yeah. Rise, was that, oh, hey, it's this it huge world. It's It's basically like a Metroidvania. You just got a new power. I hope you remember this entire world that's, like, this way too large, does, for, large for you to actually keep track of. This does that too, is the thing. Yeah. Though. And it, it, but it does it in a way that feels like almost drab to me, like I said, yeah. because it's smaller than Rise, but like I never find, like when I'm walking into a new area, I never felt excited to be there because mm. it's like, here's another mountain village. Here's another well, j- area of jungle. The, like, the middle is per kind of, I feel that way about. I felt like this game in the beginning was so fucking good looking. Like, not the intro, but like once you get settled in and you're like sneaking around in the jungle and stuff, like, I still cannot believe how I took a lot of videos. Like, this game is like insanely, ridiculously. I think the good environments looking. are ridiculously good yeah. looking. And I feel like when they really start to focus on detail in like characters <laughs> is when its visual style falls apart. What? Did you see yeah. that facial animation thing I posted on the Instagram page? What, what do you mean? Uh, where are you playing it, out of curiosity? What do you mean, where? Oh, what do you, what you pl- I'm playing yeah. it on uh, Xbox One X. Uh, I'm playing it on PS4. And Pro? Uh, PS4 Pro, yes. Hmm. And I don't know, man. Like I, I feel like sometimes they're not as emotive as, like, it's almost like they're shooting for the scope of a, tr- a full-scale, like, true and blue AAA, and they're falling just short. And there's a lot that is really pretty, but I feel like when they try and focus on, like, conveying emotion through, like, faces and stuff, it just kind of falls apart for me. I, yeah, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I, it depends on the character. I feel like the main characters in particular, I thought, I thought it was there. Especially with Laura, I could just see a lot of detail in her face, but there are a lot of, you know, the villain is pretty boring, there's a lot of side characters that are is, boring. Am I supposed to already know who that guy is, by the way? Uh, I Has don't think so. Has he been in, because... Yeah, I'm like, has he been in the other ones? Yeah. I I know, like, the the military guy's been in the other ones. Uh, yeah, oh, Rourke? Rourke, Rourke, yeah. Has he been in the other ones? Okay. He was in Rise, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong, but... I well, feel that, like he was in Rise. It, I, I, so it's a, it's a roller coaster. I'm curious to see what you think when you get a chance to it, Josh. But for me, it was like a roller coaster of like, oh my god, like this game is like so fun to play and so gorgeous, and then like, oh, the story's so bad, and oh, but this, this, I'm sneaking around, I'm fucking like the predator, but it's so mm-hmm. fucking pretty, and I'm wearing my old skins, and they're like, oh, I, the, but the story's so bad, and I do like to put mud on yourself prompt when you're going into like a. Uh, into a stealth scenario, you'll find like a puddle of mud and it'll be like press square and you just kind of <laughs> mud yourself up to go all predator. Well, that was one of the things I put on our VIP page because I was I was wearing the classic Laura skin on our VIP Patreon page and I was and like literally I, I did I wanted to change it before anything vital happened. It was just for fun and like I hit the most pivotal like emotional scene in the game. And you had to fight through yeah. it with yeah. that. <laughs> and that was amazing. Yeah, two polygon model. Uh, Laura in there. <laughs> it was like it was like cool in its own way, but not necessarily the way that I was hoping for, I guess. But you know, that here's the biggest issue I think is that they don't commit fully to as far as the story goes, is they don't really fully commit to her like changing or becoming anything different. Even after that big vital scene, she's basically still just the same. Like this Also it, that big vital scene all of a sudden it's like now you're a violent monster. And I'm like, I was a violent monster before we got here. Well, but now she was yelling 
Fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, I could, it's like, like I but I was snapping dudes' necks I and throwing an ice yeah, pick into it, their yeah, neck 20 yeah, minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. Like, like that it, sneaking it's, around it's covered in that mud. they decided to make that change happen now when that change happened in the first two games ago. It happened two games ago. Well, it, it, yeah, or it's strange that you just now noticed yeah. people who it, are making this game. It's one of those things where they're like, well, this is when she becomes the Tomb Raider. I'm like, isn't that what you said in every game? Yeah. Well, like, and that was the whole point yeah, of the stupid. first game. Like, how, the first how game, have you the not first gotten game. there yes. yet? Isn't, isn't there a thing to hang their hat on in this one? They're like, the tombs are better. And I agree with that. The tombs are better. Well, I don't know. I just, it's hard. The optional tombs are better. That's the weird thing. Their idea of making her the Tomb Raider is basically making her a stealth-killing monster, which is interesting that that's the, that was their idea. Because if you think uh, about even what Laura Tomb Raider is, she was never a sneak around in giant grass like a raptor and stab people. Here's, here's a weird it's option fun, in this game that I want to note, mostly because it's something I actually hope bleeds through into other series. Particularly, I hope it bleeds through into Assassin's Creed. Um, the immersive language mode. I don't know if you turned this on. Mm, no, no idea what that is. Um, if you go into your options menu, there is something called immersive language mode, and if you turn it on, every character will speak their native language. Oh, that's cool. And you'll get English subtitles. Hmm. Yeah, so it's like more pure. That's that's yeah. cool, actually. I yeah, I turned that on. Uh, I've like, I seen think 10 that in something in. else recently. What was I, it? I'm sure it's not the what first was, thing that I'm did it. I'm trying to think what it was. Hmm. I can't remember. I don't know. Because there's there's something that can ruin something for me when, like, I'm in this village of, like, ancient Mayan descendants, and I go up to him, I'm like, hello, ancient Mayan man, and he's like, hey, yo, you see my buddy Tony? He hangs out down at the pizza parlor. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's how Mayans talk. Come on, Rich. You yeah. <laughs> You've done your research. That, that Mayan pizza place is... It's great. They got that oven baked pizza. Yeah. Stone baked. Uh, man, um, it's, I've got to go I'm watch... I've got to go I watch like To Be or Not pizza. To Be again now. Now that we've been talking about this, the immersive language mode, that's one of the most underrated Mel Brooks movies. But anyway, it starts <laughs> off like this serious World War II drama with, with subtitles and everything's in like black and white and everyone's speaking German. And like 30 seconds into the movie, Mel Brooks just breaks character and has a big sigh towards the camera. This is exhausting. Can we speak English? And then they speak English for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's great. Well, yeah, I mean, like, my, most of my issues are just with the... And the, the game... The, the, the flow of the game feels weird. Like, there's just something about the flow that feels weird in the story. Just, I don't like it. But, like, just from a visual perspective and a gameplay perspective, I still I feel like think... like the pacing's very weird. Yes, very weird. Like, you and I were talking last night, and I even said, I'm like, I don't know if I'm near the end, because I kind of couldn't tell you where an act ends and begins and... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, for me, just like the core game, I didn't play Rise because I got burned out on it. And Rich, the simple reason I got burned out on Rise after a couple hours was not because I thought it was a bad game. It was it was a it was a twofold scenario of bad luck for that game. I played it a year late because I didn't have an Xbox at the time. They re mm -hmm. they re released it on the PlayStation as the 25th anniversary or whatever, right? Yeah. And but, yeah, was, the opening it was of like that a timed exclusive for yeah, I yes. played it at launch, so yeah. I feel like I was more focused on it. Yes. And I missed it, and the story was pretty cheesy. It started off in the snow, and I fucking hate snowy video games. I and like snow. I fucking, I hate it. It's, it's just boring for me to look at. But the thing that really got me was I just played Uncharted 4 for the podcast, and uh, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Everything in this game. Yeah, that's a bad comparison. Like, whenever yeah. they try to be Uncharted, at least in the that game, 
It was just like it felt like a sea level Uncharted. Yeah, it um, does. Because yeah, because there are a lot of set pieces in that game, especially near the beginning. That don't hold a candle to Uncharted. Yeah, and like when you die, they have a tendency to not just leave the camera where it is. It's got to follow you down this ragdoll, physicsy, horrible death animation every single torture time. Porn. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I, who I like made this decision? <laughs> like. Uh, Here's also a weird choice that was made in Shadow that I don't fully understand, and I think it's part of the reason I was confused about the pacing, where I'm like, well, I still don't have this thing. They took a bunch of, like, equipment upgrades that in Rise and in the original were just things you had to get mm -hmm. to progress, and made them link to, like, optional side quests. Huh. Like, the, the fully upgraded knife and, like, the rope ascender are just tied to side missions. Like, you can go through mm. the whole game without getting them. That's... odd. What's the rope ascender? Um, it is in Rise, you could use it to sort of like pull yourself up ropes quickly, or sometimes there were like reinforced walls where you would fire an arrow and then you use the rope ascender to pull it at high yeah. speed to rip the wall down. Oh, there okay. are cer certain walls you can't get past without it, and because of that, there are certain oh. areas that you can't explore. And well, I, yeah. I ended up doing a search for it because I'm like, how far am I into this game? When do I get the rope ascender? And they were like, oh no, you needed to do this side mission that Honestly, by the time I had gotten to the area where that side mission was, I'm like, I kind of just want to keep going. The, well, the, so I went back and did it because hmm. I wanted the, the thing to. Is is the crazy dart like a new thing? Because I have this dart that I shoot one guy with, and then he goes crazy and he yeah, shoots other that, people. Yeah, that with. arrow type is new. Yeah. So the the fun character by new, I mean they invented it in Assassin's Creed like six games ago. Oh, mm -hmm. Well, well, I guess what I what I'm trying to get at is whether or not the story is interesting or sort of works from like a progression all that stuff what they're going for is, is kind of fun from just a gameplay perspective because they you know being doing all that crazy assassination stuff is still pretty fun i mean sneaking around in the tall grass making people go crazy i i enjoyed all that the gameplay still feels great it's and just they have that fun hang them from a tree kill now with yeah the yeah that one's cool which again is another pull from assassin's creed yeah yeah but it is weird that that's kind of the way they they went with it um it's just interesting from like an analytical standpoint that they the route they went with it was turn her into the predator this is fascinating to me um but, but kind of makes me want a predator name <laughs> and they could probably make a good one and i just wish that moment where she did break as cool as that was would have been more of like an ending or something climactic instead of just five and i could dissect that scene in detail but i don't want to ruin it for josh also then um, they throw away the stakes of that scene like five mm -hmm. minutes later because and yes, no one yes. comments on it she doesn't uh, even have a reaction to it she's just uh, like of course I th th the thing is I can nitpick the hell out of this game, but and I knew they weren't going to commit to no, it. No, I like, knew it too. No I knew it too. Way. Like so many times, I wish they would have too. Like ah, yeah, would it would have been what we call good storytelling. Yeah, having some balls, you know what I mean. Having some fucking stakes to this. Like you uh, want her to feel like it's her fault. Have her fucking lose something. Like the yeah, that the way that scene ended was just just completely. And like, also, so did he just like bald face lie to her about it then? Just be like, I want to see what happens. I, I don't know. I can't talk about it without ruining for Josh. Yeah, yeah. That's to. why I don't want to bring it up. <laughs> but yeah, even if he was lying to her to get her upset, it was still just stupid. Stupid. It, it was, yeah. Ugh. And again, no reaction from her upon learning the truth. Yeah. Just kind of goes about, like, well, we got another puzzle to solve. I don't know. I, I think I liked it a little bit more than you, Rich, but I think just because it was so gorgeous and the gameplay was still so good that whenever I wasn't skipping I mean, I'm, through torture... I'm going to see it through to the end. Yeah, I mean, th those things are still pretty good, uh, and I didn't play a lot of Rise, so I'm not as burnt out on it, but I still feel like the reboot is my favorite. 
Um, but it's oh not- yeah, I think that I, I think the first one, probably the most memorable. I think Rise from yeah. a gameplay standpoint is the peak of the series. Yeah, they had better. They had improved on like the. All the side missions were better in Rise. They were just kind of a pain to get to because the world was too big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a time where I kind of have a little bit more time to, like, think back to that stuff, I'd love to replay that trilogy and kind of reflect on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do feel like I'm jamming the right analog stick in too much, though, because that's how you see everything in the world oh, that's glowing. They did constantly. Yeah, they yeah. So I am yeah. so. The, the stuff does not Batman stand game. out at all otherwise. Like, that's... They need to... It is It is time for games to do away with that. I am so Kicking fucking the, tired well, of detective it, mode Here's, here's the thing. Yeah. Wow. It's a mechanic that makes sense, but in Tomb Raider in particular, nothing in the environments pops outside mm-hmm. of that, and it's like a two-second burst when you hit it. So yeah. you are <laughs> constantly slamming on that right stick. Yeah. I don't want to miss good. anything, because yeah. I want to upgrade my guns. I want to tape two machine gun cartridges together. Again, I'm pretty sure that's not how guns work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they need a better implementation. Yeah. I mean, something like Runner Vision in Mirror's Edge was a much better implementation of basically the exact same system, and no one's really done anything like that since then. Yeah. Or if you could leave it on because it's temporary, it goes, it shows you stuff and then it disappears. If you could just keep it on, then it disappears so fast. Yeah, and I'm just like, there's 10 things in this fucking cave I wanted to look at. (laughs) Here's my other idea once I hit it, if something in my line of sight is a pickup or an interactable item, just now it should just be highlighted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should just remain highlighted. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it sucks. Be- There's like cool little touches well, yeah. in the game, too. Yeah, it's, like- it's funny. They have that upgrade in Spider Man. Yes, they do. And it shouldn't <laughs> be an upgrade. It should just be how it works. It totally should. Like, upgrade for convenience. That's yeah, fun. It, it is. It's, it's, whenever you <laughs> scan Spider-Man enemies, does not- it will keep them selected until combat's over. Yeah. Spider-Man does not suffer from it in the same way yeah. that Tomb Raider does. Yeah, it's not as necessary uh, in that game. But like because you're you're not picking up mm-hmm. everything, you're not scavenging yeah. and crafting. Yeah. And some of it's more obvious, but there's a, there's some cool little touches like if there's water predators, you can like swim down into like the seaweed and hide from them and stuff. So there's there's a lot of really cool water in this game now that I think about it actually. That's probably why I like it so there's much. There's some really cool underwater environments. <clears throat> um I'm going to go play Abzu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? It's yeah. Me and Rich will fight with Josh, but Abzu, there we go. <laughs> Abzu is pretty good. Yeah, I'd love Abzu to just be my screensaver. It doesn't even have to be a video game. Th- that's mm. probably its best form no. of existence. No. Um. Anyways, I I still really enjoyed the game. It's just the story was like suffering for me, so I don't. <laughs> You know, it's it has it's it's gore it's so fucking gorgeous and the gameplay's good, but there is a couple small Easter eggs that we can talk about later, Josh, whenever you get it for Terminator fans, but they're pretty slight. I was hoping like okay, let's put it this way. I'm <laughs> I've been like a hardcore Terminator fan since about since I was a kid, and I was just hoping for this magical like something that linked this to that ideology. Um and maybe that was unfair in my head, but when they kept saying this is her you know, the thing, the thing, so I get what you mean, and I think it kinda can't work. Just because of like setting and timing, but like how different. Yeah. I, I think the I think the closest thing we're ever gonna get is that last scene in the original one where you're fighting the last boss and all of a sudden you're going dual pistols at him. Yeah, yeah, I do like. Yes! I, I feel like That's that first stuff. game yeah. was like, other was than it? like a couple of the 
couple of minor issues that they fixed with with Rise, like as far as an actual self-contained origin story, everything else going on. Let's let's make a new origin story for Laura Croft. Yeah, I wish, it, it was done I so well. The, yeah, it was yeah, done really yeah. well with with such care for the character mm-hmm. and for making that character modern I, and making her matter in a way she never did. Yeah. I, I, it'll never happen, but I wish they'd go Breath of the Wild with it, which is just, she doesn't talk, you put her in a big-ass place. Why would she place. fight Ganon? <laughs> she doesn't talk, you just put her in a big place, and you just explore. Like, that's what I would love from an evolution, but, but they're probably gonna reboot it again now, because this trilogy's gotta be, it's, I'm assuming it's gonna get rebooted again, so, fucking who knows what they're gonna uh, do. I don't know about a reboot, I could see them doing more in the same universe. I don't, I don't know about curious. rebooting it again. I'm, I'm curious. I, what, they're going to have to do I'm something I'm ready for drastic. just a nice level-based one at this point. Totally. Like like the old ones, like the- <laughs> just going through a level, but with, like, you know, actual or, gameplay. I could. I kind of like the idea of, like, these bigger areas, almost like how Rise ended up in, like, these hubs, but then you kept going forward and it'd be another big hub, but they don't necessarily need to be interconnected in the way of, like, a Metroidvania. Yeah, it's yeah. just like right now we're in this location and you have all of this to explore and these missions to do here. And well, after and you finish the story beats, then you move on to yeah, which is I kind of like they, that. Well, they they tried mm-hmm. to do it in Rise, like the first couple chunks of story, like new area, new area. You could explore a you know a tiny little area and then move on. It, and that worked really well. And then you get to the main. You know, main world that the rest of the main story hub. takes yeah. place in, and it's just way too big. There's tons of backtracking, and it's just re- re- yeah, yeah. Really, the biggest mistake they made connecting the games was we need to know how she, you know, went from whatever age she is then to being an older woman with that breast augmentation surgery. Right? That's really what we need to know. How? When did she become the boob with tank or the tank with boobs? A booba tank. That's another. <laughs> the booba tanks. A, a That's booba dangerous. Tank. That's a whole other boss right there. Um, but yeah, because you can never link. My, it's a joke because it can never link back to that original Tomb Raider because it's a character of a video. You know, is that the word I'm looking for? A character of a video game character? Is that is that the word I'm looking for? Or do you remember that weird like intro to the first Tomb Raider? If you let the menu run, where she has like a poncho and then she just kills a bunch of wolves and smiles. Yeah. About yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, our listeners were, I was worried, but they came through for me because I was, I was asking about the Tomb Raider music. You guys know how much I am on Nathan McCree, a man I was fortunate enough to interview on my In the Blood podcast. You should go check it out. In the Blood podcast, wherever you download podcasts. Um, but like the original Tomb Raider music just means a lot to me. And I was like, fuck man, the original Tomb Raider music is so damn good. And it came back like 70%. Yes. So Thank you, Chompers, for not letting me down, because if that would have came back negative, I probably would have cried. <laughs> um, I really would have probably cried. Um, and it, it sucks because they actually got Jason Graves to do the Terminator reboot, which is why that music is actually better than Rise and, and this game. And then, they, and then he left for Rise and Shadow. So there hasn't been any consistency with the theme or the music. And, and that sucks because if Zelda or any of the... Like, think about... Um, I'm trying to think of a series that's... Mis- like, even something like Skyrim now, people hear the music and they're like, oh. Like, when you lose your theme, it sucks. Now, the Tomb Raider theme not, might not mean as much to everyone as it does to me, but losing your theme sucks. And it bums me out that that happened. Maybe they'll come back to it at some point. Um, maybe with the release of the PlayStation Classic. I'll get Nathan McCree some 
At least, like, if you're gonna get a new composer, you could still... Reuse the theme in some way, I think is the big thing. Because I mean, that's what Breath of the Wild did. They had a new composer in there who just took... Who reused the original yeah, re- work, yeah. Reused the original yes. work and put yes. such a completely different spin on all of it that it... it Like, it, you're playing a Zelda game, but it's it's also, only forget, ever Breath of the Wild that you're... Breath of yeah. the Wild is quiet a lot of the mm-hmm. time it it uses like this ambient noise in such an amazing way like when you like peek out of a dungeon and like the sun peeks over and you just mm-hmm. get these subtle audio cues like that game's really good it, it, that ha- that game has the least music that is the best of like yeah yeah like i've not seen a game do that that well it it sounds like a horrible idea and they did it and it works really well. It just works. Yeah. I just wish there was one field in that game where I walked out and it was like, <laughs> I just wanted one place where I did that. I get that. <laughs> no one can even I, say anything I, to that because it's like, what? I get it. You uh, eventually will get that if you start riding your horse for long enough. It's not the Zelda theme, it's the the riding theme. But yeah. But yeah. Um, also, but who needs to do that? Because now I got a sweet motorcycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it also, runs on whatever I put in it. That that yeah that cr- <laughs> that Zelda motorcycle. I can't even think about that without laughing. It's comical. Um, our Chomp Nation was wrong when they said that the reboot Raider was a uh, better personality than the Tomb Raider from the movie. So shame on you. Seventy six. Uh, what, what, what's is there a problem with Angelina Jolie? That's the wrong Tomb Raider movie. Yeah, he decided decided to put the movie that no one watched in in the poll. Yes, that's exactly right. Well, just two months ago, they voted that she did a great job as Tomb Raider, like 75%. Yeah, but like four people saw it, so four people voted. No, it was was a lot of people voted. I'm telling you, all four of those... uh, (laughs) All four of those... (laughs) <laughs> votes. Uh. I'm telling you, Reboot Raider gets more credit personality-wise because the game people love the game, and Vikander gets more crap because people don't think the movie's that great. But her character, she's an Academy Award actor. Know. She it did was, a great job. It was brave of them to to cast a giraffe for uh, and <laughs> that poster. <laughs> Who no, that I'm, poster set. God damn yes, it! Yes, I know. <laughs> well, I mean, with Toys R Us's oh. closure, Jeffrey was had a yeah. <laughs> really. That that just I made fun of that too. I remember. Yeah. No, one sucks is I remember was, going out there. Oh God! Uh, how does that get through? I'm sure. How does that I'm get through? I'm sure she's a nice person. Yeah, no. that is clearly not her neck. Yes, yes. Whoever made that poster needed to give it a second glance <laughs> over. Either that, or they knew exactly. Exactly what they were doing, and they were like, "Fuck yeah!" I don't know. Say what you want about the movie. I think she was a great Tomb Raider. The, the new Tomb Raider's fine. I, I'm not going to talk. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Well, you should. No. It's as a character study. I think it's great as a movie. Is it's that just like fine. out yet? Like for purchase? Yeah, I got it on Redbox. Like, what? can I watch it on Amazon when we're done here? Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure it's on. Right. Right. I mean, I need something to help me get to sleep. <laughs> so. I, I, I always tell people the movie. The movie is fine. It's nothing great, nothing terrible. But as a Tomb Raider, she's great, I think. And if you disagree with me, that's fine too. But how many well. tombs does she raid? <laughs> there. Well, okay. So the cool thing about the movie is a lot of the action they show you in the trailer doesn't happen until like the end of the movie. So I, I don't give any more away than that. But 
Um, two or three tomb. Like the movie opens up with her like boxing and she's like in like kind of a street gang thing and it's like weirdly British. So like the game she's playing in her street gang with like a bicycle and paint I've never seen before in my life. Who wants to play a game of pups and chops? It's like it's you're like, saying words and you're like, no, okay. It, it's like a weird game where you poke a hole in the paint can and then people have to chase you on their bikes. Does that has anyone ever seen that? No. Okay. See, that's what I'm saying. It's weird. <laughs> it's it's really weird. But it's it's we need a British correspondent. Yeah. She's great. Oh. The movie's okay. Oh, you mean you mean Patty Bunny? Yeah. Paint, paint poppers. That's great. <laughs> Paints. Right, oh. <laughs> you just get a little pop and you try to run from the cops. Anyway. Love me fish and chips, I do. Look at Big Ben. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a clock. <laughs> I'd like to see her climb Big Ben in the next one. All right, so, um. <laughs> That's that's the progression. That's the next team game. She's gonna climb Big Ben. Uh, oh, be... anyways, uh, so seventy percent of the audience disagreed with me, and Josh is probably right. No one's probably seen it. We already talked about Spider Man. Seventy percent of the audience, or seventy-seven percent of the audience, said Shadow of the Tomb Raider snuck up on them, and it's being overshadowed. Um, a lot of, of puns, a lot of using the word sh- overshadowed by Spider Man, overshadowed. But the truth is, it has kind of snuck up, and um, I think it Ever is. Ever since the official announcement when someone saw a leaked design doc on the subway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that was the most exposure this game was getting, was when somebody saw that game. They're making a Tomb Raider. Be like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> you know what's weird about this game, too, is it's actually made by a completely different team. It's like the Montreal team that made Deus Crystal Ex. Crystal Dynamics Montreal. Yeah, they made the, human, the Deus Ex, um, not Human Revolution, but... Oh, yeah, maybe that's the one it was. That makes me wonder how Rise did. Like, I feel like Rise suffered sales wise because of that exclusivity deal. Hmm. Oh, Josh is making fun of me. What word did I pronounce wrong? Nothing. It's just you, oh. you and your shadow. Oh, like, yeah. Shadow is my oh, word of, of the day. Of the tomb. Oh, shadow of the Spider Man. Of the everything. Yes. Of the shadow. everything. It was his word of day. It was. On his... I used it twice in the intro, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shadow. <laughs> the shadow of the day. All right, so yeah, the shadow let's see of here. the hedgehog. <laughs> oh yeah, shadow <laughs> the hedgehog. Now you're talking my language. Damn. Uh, Damn. Takes me back to sitting on my futon playing Dreamcast when I was uh, 16 years old. Um, I, poor, I don't know if you guys are familiar hedgehog. with this. I found out about this recently and think it's sort of amazing. Um. In one of Sega's headquarters, I believe it's one of the U.S. ones, probably in San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, there is a statue of Shadow the Hedgehog, uh, like, holding out a pistol execution style, and um, it has become something over the years of a game journalist tradition. When you first visit that studio for work, you have someone take a picture of you being shot execution style by Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> that sounds amazing! Where is this at? What is this? For? I believe it's at Sega's San Francisco headquarters. Oh my god! Uh, That's like a dream come true. That was well. That was a game. The, the, they got they had, like oh, just throw every damn was, you got in there. Uh, damn, damn. Wait, what you talking about? The bad shadow, right? The action game shadow, not as opposed to as opposed to the good one. Well, yeah. Well, why? Sonic, why are you <laughs> making? What distinction is there here? Well, in Sonic the in Sonic uh, Adventure Two, his levels are fine. They're just sort of like no, Sonic's like levels. Sonic or. Er, Shadow the Hedgehog, like his own game. Yeah, we're talking about the game Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, the but game. Shadow has levels in Sonic Adventure too. Well, that's, that's what not... I'm saying. 
his own game. Like he has yeah, his own yeah. game. We're talking about the one where he has like, firearms. Yeah, somehow, yeah, like bad, I know. I mean, come on. It's set in the real world, <laughs> and you get to just slaughter humans. Oh, it's set in the world of Sonic. Hey, Sonic, Adventure. Sonic had sex yeah. with a real woman. All right, yeah. nothing is impossible. Oh yeah, you guys remember when mm -hmm. Sonic boinked a human lady? Yeah. <laughs> is nothing sacred? Uh, uh, now he's gonna fight Jim bullet. Carrey, and Jim know. Marsters is gonna be there. Faster than the naked eye. He, so he can Sonic come faster than the naked eye. Cyclops are gonna fight Jim Carrey. You know, I hear that he's really good on the clip because he's faster than a vibrator. That makes sense. Gotta uh, go fast. That's just Sonic in his little ball when you hold down and he goes. You know, and get a little speedball thing. Put on the clip. <laughs> I'm sending you a picture. Of Sonic on a clip. No. Um, if you want to join our Patreon. Uh, our super VIP page on Instagram. Go to patreon.com slash swordchomp. Look for our VIP tier. This week alone, I got up uh, a sad Tomb Raider centerfold from my childhood. That funny moment I talked about with the blocky Laura and the pivotal moment in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, a challenge between Shay and Fish, uh, because Fish was hating on Dead Rising, and Shay got really upset before he went to Tokyo. Um, and a second half of the video I put on our regular Instagram page, but I put a lot of time in that video. And I put the second half, and then our shout out of the week was to Epidemic, good friend of ours, supporter. Um, he, we raised our glass to Epidemic on our VIP page, so thank you for your support, Epidemic, and everyone who supports us. Patreon is a great place for you to fund a independent little group like Swordchomp. So. Your money means the world to us. People like Rich are VIPs in the club, right? Rich, it's exclusive. It's true. Exclusive. It's an exclusive club. I get all these these posts that you can't see on the normal internet. <laughs> this week, I will have the Sinister Six, so be on the lookout for that. Um, all six of Fish's testicles. It's gonna be blurred out. <laughs> yes. It's gonna be Jesus. Um. Yeah, Fish. So, uh, anyways, it's been a great Fish. Do you have anything you want to say? Been really quiet this show. I wanted to give you a chance to leave the listeners on a, a final note here as we say goodbye. Uh huh. Uh, nope. <laughs> Got nothing. <laughs> I thought that was you it. Guys uh -huh. have a, you guys have a good day. Good night and good fight. <laughs> good night and good fight for everyone here at Sword Chomp. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Fish. I suppose. Um, thank you, Shay, even though you're not here, but you're here in spirit. Hope you're enjoying Tokyo, and we will see you all next time.